I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hi, everybody. This is Archie. Welcome to Hey Farm. Enjoy your morning. Chief. Hey, Chief. Welcome to Hey, Chief. Chief. This is it. <laughs> I love when we get, like, if, if right now, if this was a TV show, we'd cut back through all the other years where we're like, oh, we don't latch onto memes. And then last year would have been like, when we're thinking we... about those fams. <laughs> Just like, when have we ever said we don't latch onto memes? Yeah, I know. We've it's, done um, meme episodes. There's like a promo going around at work at the moment, and somebody recorded a voice for it today, and they're like, Oh, there's a line in it that says, Angus, don't delete my meme. So even the promo guy knows. Mikasa su mimo. I believe the Spanish say. Hey, my name's Levins. He's, my name's Angus. And uh, Me llamo Angus. Welcome to Hey Fam. Um, I'm, we're, we're back at, on Angus's couch. It's the first time in a while. Since Venom. Post-Venom. Is Venom here? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, it, was, I, it was either me or the symbiote that night. People have gotten in touch and said that they loved our rendition of Eddie and the symbiote. Someone said, yeah, our Eddie and symbiote. We should do a whole show uh, as Eddie and the symbiote <laughs> or record something. Ringtones. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, okay. I like that. The ringtone market. The more I think about that movie still, and I know this is the third week now we're saying it, I, the more I love it. Dude, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. But to the point where I'm worried maybe I shouldn't see it again in case I don't like it as much as I think I liked it. It was a perfect storm when we saw it. Yeah. Like, it was full cinema. Like, it was free. <laughs> I was back on my bullshit in a big way. I ate my entire thing of popcorn, which I've not done in a long time. I think I didn't even touch my popcorn. I yeah. probably ate yours too. Yeah, I think you... you, you were, was It was the symbiote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Um, the more I think Eat about it, I just popcorn, think about... You pussy. <laughs> I just think about... Um, our man's and just like what he's doing in it. Tom Hardy, the just boy. Just our man's wearing leather, being a cool ass reporter, <laughs> just riding motorbikes, and the worst chase scene I've ever seen in a film. Oh man, I hope I hope that that when that Blu Ray these when that Blu Ray comes out, it just got so much. You know, like they said that this it's gonna be an Eminem music video. Shit. Run the Jules music video. <laughs> See Eminem announced an Australian tour. Ugh. How good it be if it was like support by the symbiote? That'd be so sick. And M support, and M supported by Venom. That'd be so fucking. And it's sick. just yeah. Watch we watch Venom and Eminem talks over it. I like, want like comedians talking over movies, <sighs> but it's just Eminem talking. Venom roasting it. <laughs> yeah. I want. I want. Um. I want a rap battle, Eight Mile style, between Venom and Eminem, and I think Venom would hate Eminem and make him cry. I like you know how occasionally they, they have like real world cameos in superhero movies. 
In where? In what? In, you know that they have like actual actual people that exist in real life make cameos in superhero movies sometimes. What was the last one? That's kind of I mean Stanley and every Macy one. Gray is in um Spider Man one. What? <laughs> yeah, she's at the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> or the equivalent of, of there's like a balloon parade. Yeah, the Macy's Gray Parade. Seriously, she's like in. She's the only like person that's in it from reality. But I would love if like Eminem. Like the symbiote jumps from Eddie at one point oh, and so takes good. over Eminem. Like, how could it be if like just for like five minute extended cameo? Like, or maybe that's the movie. The next movie. Remember how um Nick Cave wrote that fucking batshit script for Gladiator Two? What? Do you know about this? No. Oh, this amazing script. Nick Cave wrote it, and it's like Maximus is like never dies. Maximus and, starts a band. No, he starts going. Th- he goes through all of history. It's all set in hell. It's crazy. And he goes through history as different great generals and ends with like him in Iraq. And it's like Maximus will always be reincarnated. That sounds awesome. It's insane. And it, like Ridley Scott was down for it. It was, I think, deemed too impossible to make because it's mainly set in Hades. Right. But it's like he gets sent back and he's in Vietnam. It's like the opening to Wolverine Origins basically yeah, yeah. as a movie with Russell Crowe. How good does that sound? That sounds awesome. But imagine if for some reason you and I got to write the script for <laughs> Venom 2 and in the first five minutes it jumps off Eddie Brock and like just goes on Eminem. No, like, like Eminem and Tom and, and Eddie Brock bump into each other. Yeah. And become instant best friends. And it jumps to and Eminem. Then, and then Eminem invites Eddie Brock to come on tour with him. It just becomes a hip-hop road movie. Yeah. <laughs> then it meets all of the writer. <laughs> it's like... like they don't get along for 30 seconds. Yeah. And then they're suddenly best Fuck, friends That'd be amazing. Life. And it's Eminem as Eminem. Oh, how it's about like this? high school musical. No, 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 Eminem as Eddie Brock. Tom Hardy as Eminem. No, it needs to be. Okay, I right. need that. Con- <laughs> Too Ma- crazy. Marshall's shown his uh, acting chops in Eight Mile. <laughs> and uh, when and he funny people spat on his hand and fingered Brittany Murphy. R.I.P. Is he funny people? Yeah, he's like in he wears scene- glasses and it doesn't. He's, he's, serious. he's as himself. Um, and and he says to like um, Adam Sandler, like his sister, um, Ray Romano. What the fuck, man? I thought everybody liked you. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's a horrible actor. He, he's actually pretty funny and funny people. Is he? Yeah, but yeah. does he just play himself like an angry guy? Yeah, but the, I guess whoever wrote his jokes are pretty good jokes. And he does P. Diddy well. play himself in that movie with Get, Jonah Hill? I was thinking about that movie the other day, Get Him to the Greek. No, he just plays a boss character. Yeah. Um, that is such... I remember, I remember kind of like that that being the end. When 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 that like that the scene, verse. when that all kind of came crashing down, I was like, maybe I hate all of these movies. <laughs> no, that was just Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. But I remember, like, in the lead up to that movie coming out, I'm like, yeah, man, I fucking love Jonah Hill. Oh, it's set in the same universe. It's forgetting Sarah Marshall. Because, well, that's so cool. This is going to be a great. But they took movie. the worst thing about forgetting Sarah Marshall. Russell Brand. Yeah, I don't remember him. I don't remember hating him the first time I saw. No, because he was in small and... doses. Right. Like he was manageable. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I think, is like the last great rom com. Um, no, uh, Crazy Rich Asians Which I haven't seen so. You should see it It's very yeah. good But how good but, is it, f- but it's way more rom Than it is com the, How good is Forgetting Sarah Marshall Yeah I think oh, it's like It's a, such a good one It's a You know, you know who, de- who deserves A spin off from that movie Is Paul Rudd's character Yeah Just the dude who's living Maui or whatever living Yeah, in yeah Maui, That so would be a great spin off movie Make It'd it be, now Make it Ant-Man <laughs> Just make it <laughs> While he's in the quantum No realm. no Third character on the road with Eminem in Venom 2. Damn. And it's him. And it's set in the Forgetting Sarah Marshall universe. You know there's got to be room for Rob Schneider. You can do it, man. (laughs) You know I'm going to have to do it to you. Man, imagine, yeah, making it it a full-on, like, all of the most animated comedy movie actors. So, you've got Jim Carrey in there. You've got Adam Sandler in there. You've got Rob Schneider. You've got Andy Dick. Andy Dick. Chris Rock. What about my man's um, Finch from Just Shoot Me? You know what I'm talking about. David Finch? David, David, David Spader. David Spade, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about Dave Spadey? 
uh, what was his name again? In, Grown in, Ups. The, Kevin the, James. What was that movie he made though? Um, where Black Sheep, Tommy no, Boy. No, he's got the... Oh, um, uh, the, yeah. The, the, uh, the redneck one. Um, Joe, Joe Dirt. Dirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They made, do you know they made a sequel only like four years ago that was straight to DVD? That's right. And they did like... For some reason, I was looking at um, premiere photos of it the other day. Okay. That sounds like, but they had a red carpet for like a, a, a DVD. <laughs> That's awesome. Like where? In like Sydney? No, it was like Hollywood. It just looked really depressing. He was like, I can't... Like you could... He was wearing sunglasses. But you could tell the eyes behind them were like... Why are we doing a red carpet for a movie that's not having a cinematic well, I, release? I'll tell you what, Angus. Mm. Joe Dirt, he's coming back. Number three? Venom 2. Venom 2, Joe Dirt 3. So yeah, Venom that's what's called Joe Venom 2, Dirt Joe Dirt 3. <laughs> 8 Mile 2. 16 Miles. 16 Miles. <laughs> 16 miles. <laughs> Venom's so extreme. I love him. 8 Miles Morales. You know what? I don't want him in the MCU. He's too good for it. Tom Hardy's as, as Venom? Just, I want him in his Ven- VCU. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen what they call, have you seen what they're calling it? Or the SCU? The, the, the Sony it's called like the Sony Cinematic Universe of Marvel characters. Oh it's, god. It's like serious? the worst title. They should just call it the Spider-Verse. They're literally calling a movie the Spider-Verse. They should call it no the Venomverse. <laughs> the Brockverse. Venomverse sounds like a sausage. Like Venom Yeah, it does. It sounds yeah, very yeah. Germanic, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, oh, Sony MCU, it's called because uh, they, they are going forward with this Jared It's called Leto. Sony's Marvel Cinematic Universe Or something horse shit like that <laughs> They are going forward with this Like the next one in this incredible universe Is going to be the Morbius movie with Jared Leto, right? I mean, yeah, they said they're going to start filming it Like really soon, didn't they? Did you see that? Yeah What the fuck is that, gonna, movie gonna, that movie going to be about? Imagine if we become Jared Leto fans because of this movie Because Damn we, it. we go in with We're like, teetering on the edge How's he just jumping from like being the worst Joker ever To also being the first and worst Morbius ever <laughs> Then I'm still sitting on a gentleman's um, 31% I know, I'm Just tomatoes. unbeatable yeah. it's, uh, it's called Sony's Marvel Universe Sony's Marvel Universe <laughs> it's, it's like when the Ghostbusters are out And then there's the real Ghostbusters Because the, they're like uh, copyright The SMU So weird <laughs> It's so strange well, Joe Dirt's in there now. Sony's had more universes. They had the Spider-Man verse, then they had the attempted Spider-Man reboot verse. They and had, now they got the Venom verse. They like had the, Sony Sony's Universal Dark Universe. Oh my, no, they didn't. No, they, they didn't. didn't. I know, but that was universe. I was like, holy shit, you're Good right. Riff there. So, um, all right, Evangelion. Okay, okay well, well, let's go through all the things we're going to talk about. In the Speaking episode. of gooey things at the start oh of my movies, God. Uh, yeah. So I finally watched the end of uh, end of Evangelion, the, the the movie that comes after the series. Well, um, adjacent to the final two episodes. Definitely. So the second part of that movie, when the big weird stuff happens, that's when the TV series starts. When it's all set in Shinji's head. So I've officially finished watching all of uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, like the the first the original run, original run. So we can talk about that. Um, I've been watching a ton of shit lately. Um, That's good. Uh, the big, the big thing that we can the talk Big about. Bang Theory. Yeah, I've been watching. I've, I'm up to date on Big Bang. You, <laughs> you guys, uh, theory, this, you guys heard about this Big Bang Theory show? <laughs> I checked it out the other day. Holy shit, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, more of a young Sheldon man. I'm watching. I'm, you know how I am with my canon. Yeah. I have to know what Some comes before it. You didn't watch so the, I'm the wait- original Star Wars trilogy before the prequels exactly. came out. So yeah, yeah. I'm, w- I'm waiting for all of for young Sheldon to be finished, and then I'll then I'll watch Big Bang Theory from the start. Yeah. Well, I won't spoil it for you, but all I'll say is um. Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> Still can't believe they made a Lego set of that. I know, and I bought it for my. Um, Did you fa- really? For oh, my okay. father-in-law. For my father-in-law. Jesus. He's a big, big, big. He's a big, big bang head. 
Um, and he, Big Bang uh, stuff. Dude, every year for Christmas, my gift to him is, is that I, I illegally download the latest <laughs> season of Big Bang Theory and put it on a hard drive for him. That he, and get this, I've had to replace the hard drive three times. Why? Like he left it on a cruise ship once. <laughs> Right, I'm like, why did you take it on a cruise ship? And he's like, oh, you know, I've got to have my Big Bang. <laughs> How many episodes do they make a year? So many. Jesus. I guess not anymore. Are they cancelling it? Is it over? I, I think, think it's ending. Um, I think they're taking the high road. But in. before that, it was Two and a Half Men. Was like, that his favourite yeah, show? Yeah, favourite show. Yeah, so he has a... But then before that, it was Seinfeld. So like, like, like times wow. have been bad for John Khalil. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, uh, Seinfeld's so good. Uh, Seinfeld yeah. holds up so well. Yeah, I know, but it's just it's crazy. Like, but now now his biggest thing is um he still has Foxtel, even though the only thing that he watches on there, which is they're one of those families where it's the TV's just always on when you're yeah. over, um and uh, which means like like Archie doesn't talk for the entire. He just time walks in there and just it's just like. How does that make you one. feel? Oh, like you know, it's it's something that I've accepted over time. But yeah. it's, it's it's bad when they're like, "Hey, Archie, what are you?" And Archie just can't talk because like he yeah. there's no he TV on unless we're watching TV now. Like if I go to a restaurant, and there's a TV on in mm. the in the corner. Archie doesn't talk to anybody. Yeah, we had a, there was no TV in my house during dinner and stuff growing up. Um, my parents were like, we we were sitting like not like 1950s style, but it was always like. The, the TV was never on unless there was a program we wanted to watch. Right. So yeah, my uh, my my in laws um, still subscribe to Foxtel because they Big like Bang watching Channel? No, SVU. Big Bang. Oh wow. Yeah, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. I guess and, I've um, never thought about CSI. No CSI. Not 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 Law and Order. He loves C- all the, the all the CSI, and he's like, um, you know, Miami. He's, he's retired. He does. He does Which, work. Or he has, he has his, his properties that he works on and stuff like that. But like for the most part, when he's at home, procedural crime, baby. There's just a big block of each of the CSI franchises, one after the other. Wow. And he's like, I can't ever get rid of that. <laughs> I guess not. And I was like, Oh, I can. T-. B was like, Can you download CSI for him? And I looked and like, You're like, you need a supercomputer. It's fucking you need insane how much shit. CSI exists. They made New York. I think they made Chicago. There's none now. Because they made they made too much. Yeah, it's like no, the Simpsons should yeah. be. Like they just need to keep it repeating. What does CSI stand for? Crime scene investigation. There was no more investigations. The crimes. There's no more scenes. No more scenes. Crime has been rendered useless. Um, so yeah. Um, but anyway, whatever that was about. Um, Evangelion. Evangelion. Um, so you finish it, and you I watch every it. episode with your wife. Yeah, and uh, we loved it until those last two episodes of like the TV mm. run. I thought that, like they which just make. Very little sense. Oh yeah, and, and, and it's very pseudo. Uh, but you know what? I, I just I still fucking love it. Because yeah, of what you, it you saw for. it, and and I think when you saw it, I was I fourteen exactly. Like and and so you know when you are fourteen, you haven't seen like high school drama no. videos and no. like weird psychology. I was uh, loving it. Attempts. I was like, this is like David Lynch. It's still it is. It's like David Lynch, and we get that weird alternate universe. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, and so I, I enjoyed the end of Evangelion movie a lot more than the final mm. two episodes of of, of, of the TV. The series. first half is extraordinary and like some of the best animation and drama yeah, so ever. I love the, the I love it when it's like a mostly concise kind of sci-fi show Which, that has occasional dips into mm. the the psyches of the various. But as you know, characters. Evangelion is a rare beast where it's not about that. Yeah, but it, but it isn't. It is entirely about that for like the first half of the season. Yeah, and then he got more and more into the psychology. And that's kind of what the movie does right yeah yeah like exactly so, you're right yeah first half is yeah. like all action do you love how it still did the flash and then say episode 26 i love that shit so good imagine like, like, seeing that in a cinema it's him basically going here are the last two episodes. I, I reckon you could if you go back in time i reckon neon genesis evangelion the first time you watched it that's where you get your love of fonts 
I think you're the right. The fonts in Evangelion yeah. and the overall design in that show yeah. is second and none. Like you don't see it. like every logo is just like way too see the new we- ones. You would so happily just wear it on a hoodie. Or yeah, like a, and I do. Know, yeah, totally. Wait till you see the new ones. They're like real good attention on like, the fonts. The Nerve logo is it's gorgeous. Like someone should have ripped that off and just and like, bought it. You know, how, like Acme. Too much. Re- re- yeah. Too much respect. Yeah. To the Nerve logo. <laughs> I used to have a Nerve parking sticker on my car, which came with that DVD box set. Right. And uh, I felt so cool. It said like Nerve parking stuff. And actually, you've seen I have a Nerve welcome mat on this house. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So um, great. Yeah, I love its use of text and i mean i guess for a show which had such a small budget and so a lot of it was just static shots of like writing on wall like you know the font has to look good you know what is the craziest thing about the movie is how many no which with the masturbating the okay yeah, okay the masato kiss this is definitely not the craziest thing about the movie but it is crazy <laughs> how um uh how many different people funded neon genesis the, the, oh, the, the movie the opening credits the opening are amazing. Credit, it's just like Seager's on there yes yeah, so many different logos yeah. with like and they're all like one of them is like um one of them is, is is not animated. Like it's just like, yeah yeah yeah. It's, it's so the funny. classic yeah. um, water crashing on the yeah, yeah. rock Japanese company. It's probably like the 20th Century Fox. But because I'm ignorant, I'll never learn. So many of the films Same I watch start with that. <laughs> um, Oscar taking on those nine production model Evangelions is still one of yeah, my favorite oh, action scenes. And, I, and she was always my favorite, and I'm so glad that she gets the best. What a scene good send off. Yeah. What a fucking good send off. Yeah. And so, the ending. So, uh, her and Shinji, the new Adam and Eve. You know. Yeah. Why did he strangle her? It's the most debated scene about in Evangelion. Seriously, it, if you type in why did Wait, did you say it's the most debated or it's no, the, the most masturbated? masturbated. <laughs> so he starts off coming on her. What the fuck is with that? So I actually thought, so in, in the opening of End of Evangelion, which you should watch. Remember by I the told way, you I was like, like there's something. We, this- I, could, I could outline the entire plot of that series. And Remember I said before you're about to watch, I'm like, oh, there's a big opening. Like, yeah, yeah. Of- so the, the opening is, and like, this isn't even like the grossest thing in the, in the movie for me. Maybe. Um, but like, so the main character, Shinji. Um, is visiting his uh, his comatose co-worker and friend. Yeah, and, um, and co-habitant, and is trying to get her to wake up. And when he like pulls her to wake up, she like because what happened to her was it when that remember the one shun on her and like put her in a coma because she wasn't um, connecting to her Evangel- to oh. her Eva, Eva unit. So like she wasn't. But what able was to the last thing? Basically. Was it that one that like shun light on her from space? Oh, she just got fucked. And remember up. she was fucked up yeah. ever since then. Yeah, um, but because um, she's in in hospital, she's wearing hospital clothes. And and like As we when, all know when, 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 when she pulls, when you pull on those, yeah, and so like you pull uh, on something else, <laughs> her like her top kind of comes off, and then he jerks off into his hand at her hospital bed. Look, come aside and, then, and that scene aside, the animation in the movie is beautiful, right? <laughs> yeah, beautiful like not talking about that scene, but yeah, then he says, "I'm so fucked up," and that's but, and opening. I get that that's like him to kind of show how disconnected he is from reality. Also, it's like. He's a 14-year-old boy and the weight of his world is on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah, sure. So why not come on your hospital bedridden hey, friend? been there. Um, Done that. There's a... There's a like, <laughs> B made the... So it's fun watching this with my wife like we do most shows together. Um, Big because, Bang Theory, CSI. Exactly. <laughs> CS guy. Young Sheldon. Not Young three, Sheldon. Not Big Bang. Uh, she, although she breaks the law. She why is, do they call that show Small Bang Theory? That is such a good point. That would be so much better than... Like Young Sheldon to me means nothing. Yeah, small bang theory. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. I'm tuning in. <laughs> Little bang theory. Little bang. That's such a better name. It's like Big Bang Theory is called Sheldon, and then they can do Old Sheldon later. <laughs> or like Old Man Logan. It's Old Man. That'd Sheldon. be so good. Would it? R-rated. He's saying like <laughs> black and the white. The Kunza. <laughs> black and white. Sheldon. He finally Noir. reveals what a bazinga is. Sheldon. Noir. It's a sex move. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> 
Um, it's, when, it's, it's when you come in your hand at your bed at your friend's 14 year old uh, mecha pilot yeah but so um, B B enjoyed it as well but like there were mo- like it was great like the moments that I didn't like she also didn't like mm. there's a, a send off um, our favourite character um, adult character Masuka Masato uh, Masato well obviously um, not that favourite if you fuck, never sorry, uh, bothered to learn the character's name <laughs> Masuko <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm just, I mashed up two of the characters names give me a break but when uh, the thing that she does before dying is kiss this teenage boy that she's yeah. been like surrogate mother to. Hell yeah! And then says, as if he wasn't fucked up enough. I know. And then he, she goes, um, <laughs> "We'll do the rest goes, later." This, that, that's what we call a grown-up kiss. Come back and we'll do the rest. It is dead. And and like, like, doesn't he have fuck? blood in his mouth? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Um, but also watching that as a fourteen-year-old boy, I was like, "Hell yeah, that would be the best." <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, of course. No, it is. So it is a little bit teenage boy fantasy. But so the, the, a similar moment, nowhere near on the level of that, happens at the end in the, in the very last five minutes of the last episode mm. of um, Showa Gon Roku Rakugo Shinju. Oh, right. The descending stories. The acting one. Anime one we watched uh, at the start of the uh, at the end of last year. Does and, he wank on the audience? <laughs> no, it's like revealed that like uh, a character got pregnant to this oh. old character who's essentially hit, hit her father figure. Right. And it's just like, why do they do this? And I realized that like, for cultural an, thing, you, you, you could, no, no, you could disagree with this statement, but I think overall other like, you know, places that make, make, that tell stories. I think like Japanese storytelling is about symbolism first yeah. and foremost. Oh, ben, and have it you seen matter, Evangelion? It doesn't matter what fucked up things characters do. If it, like if it means that if it this, adds to the this symbol, incredible like, symbolism of mm. like oh that, well don't you see by doing this then that means that it's now a cyclical thing that it's operatic is, yeah yeah exactly I and mean it, what you said about symbols is amazing a country that country has I think point three Christianity population like nothing mm. the creator's not Christian but it takes oh God, totally yeah and takes this amazing like that's it takes Christian iconography and turns into like aliens from space. And so it's amazing. Like all the things, like the three wise men are the names of the Magi computer. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. That's it. There you go. That's like crazy symbolism. And it like has nothing to do with Christianity itself. When when all the characters burst into orange juice, when the LCL at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all the fluid that's in there. AT fields in the ship. Yeah. 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 Man. Another great, um, I, I, I love Gendo. As an yeah, adult. he's like my yeah, favorite he, character. Really, I just think he's got a sad arc. Like he was obsessed with seeing his dead wife, that he betrayed. Like you can go deep, deep wiki diving now and learn about Sele and Nerve and who worked for who, those organizations. But basically, like lied to Sele that like Illuminati men that are always talking, right. just for a chance at maybe seeing his wife with this like human instrumentality. Like yeah. it's as a kid, I hated it, but as an adult, I'm like he's actually like super romantic, right? Um, so these remakes, obviously the, the director is, has, is remaking and retelling the Evangelion story through four movies, yeah, three of which have already three come out. Three of which are out and the fourth one's being made right now, but in true Evangelion style, it's called three plus one. Yep. <laughs> and yet you have a problem with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Look, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, B was like, are all of them out yet? And um, I no. was like, no, no, there's one that's coming in the horizon. She's like, okay, I don't want to watch any of them. Until they're all available. Until they're all available so we can watch it all in one hit. hit because six. if I watch the first three, if we watch the first three now and then we have to wait all this time. She'll forget. No. And then the, f- the final one is just like the finale. Right. She'll be so pissed off. It won't be because what's interesting, and this isn't giving too much away, the first two 
the first one ends with him saying to Ray, just smile. Like when he frees it from that. Yep. So Oscar's not even in it. Right. So it's the first six or eight episodes. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, you think it's going to be the next few episodes, but it kind of betrays your expectations. It's almost like the first movie is like, no, no, come along. Look, it's the same. It's better animation. It's, it's just the same story as you know, and it is. But then like the second one, it starts doing different things and like introduces a whole new pilot, which isn't even in the other ones. Right. Introduces Kaoru in the first film to make sense of why, why Shinji would feel so upset yeah, right. when he has okay. to okay. go yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. But then... Yeah, because I, I forgot who he was and he gets mentioned a lot in the movie yeah. and I was like, wait a minute, that's, I, I thought he was talking about his schoolmate that became it, it, the part No, and it's, it should be. Yeah, yeah. So he changes a lot of introductions of characters so there's more impact. But then the third movie, it's unlike anything. Like, oh, that's exciting. It it's, does a huge thing at the start and like you are in the position of one certain character who has no idea what's going on and you have no idea. It's completely different. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. The well, first two seemed pretty similar. Something happens at the end of the second one. It's a big moment in the TV series. Yeah. And someone says, don't do that. And then he does, the person does it in this. And it's very, it's like almost a new timeline. Mm-hmm. And then the third movie as a result, it's like, I've never okay. seen anything I'll pass like this it. information or maybe that'll change. Uh, no, no, but I would thoughts. wait to watch them all at once. But it could be another five years. Yeah, sure. So I do say, yeah, it's, I would watch it if I was you. Okay. It's different. I, I definitely want to. I absolutely it's, will. At some it's point. weird because it's all the same voice cast, but they're doing different things. Like they change some subplots. Like Oscar is an obsessed, she has a different name. Right. Different surname. And she's not obsessed with Kaji. She thinks oh. he's a dork and oh, actually like great. really like Shinji. Oh. Like, they just change slight characters. It's yeah, kind of weird. That's cool. And Ray's kind of nice. Like Ray's in the movie, I prefer those bits of her I really like. She wants to like make an impression on Shinji. Like you get to spend more time. The only thing is you lose, like, and I love the series more always for this because of the baddiness of, like, scenes set on trains when they had no budget. And, like, yep. like there's none of that. Right. It's more it's what like you see is what you anime. get. Yeah, yeah, sure. Kind of. It's still got weird moments, sure. strange enough moments, but it is much more straightforward and not, like, you know, when, you, when an artist is ever given a restriction, you are forced to get creative and that's when you think outside the box. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like when you're given a budgetary limit or even like a physical limitation or, you know, artists always have a limitation. But when that's erased, I think it, things get a little more normal. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's still weird as shit. Don't worry. Yeah, cool. It's I, just I'll, not... I'll totally watch it at some point. It's not like coming on people weird as shit. Like there's nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, yet. We don't know yeah. how that fourth one doesn't come out. Yeah, it's completely... It's, it's so strange. It's really different. Yeah, it's wild that, 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 that it's being re-released like this. You would think that like a crazy I, creator like that wouldn't want to go back have you, go back home again. I can't think of something in the history of the universe where this one creator keeps making the same thing. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I can't think of another instance of it. Um. Uh. So yeah, the next um. I so say before we move on, a little tidbit uh, to link uh, the two <laughs> anime we were just talking about. So oh, I watched the, some anime this week. The voice of um Ray mm. in. Neon Genesis Evangelion is a voice and does the theme song to um, uh, Rakugo, the Descending Stories uh, anime I was talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the theme song is unbelievable. Oh, wow. Is so, it as good as Evangelion's theme yes, song? Yes, uh, I would say it rivals. It's a different genre. Sure. Not as uh, powerful. Da, 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 um, da, 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 I should give a da, shout da, da. out to one of our listeners and Patreon supporters whose wedding I DJed out recently, Albert. Oh, yeah? Um, Evangelion I was, theme? I was DJing and... Um, 
uh, a, a friend. Sorry, was, cruel angel thesis. As yeah, it's a friend um, of his tweeted at me to to stop being a coward and play the Neon Genesis Evangelium theme. Wow! And I was like, uh, all right. And so I'd like found like a YouTube rip service and and got a rip of it and yes. played it. And uh, like like a third of the wedding, we thought it was the best thing ever. And the rest of the wedding is potentially, no potentially his her. new wife's uh, family. We're like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't worry, it's a young bang theory thing. Small bang theory. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched Paprika moment. this week, which I'd never seen. Yeah, so that's um, uh, what movie is that like said to directly influence? Um, there, are, I don't know if directly Western influence, movie, but, like, but Inception, it's, right? It's very, there are parts of it that are similar to Inception, right? Inception is more like Paprika. Imagine Inception, but instead of you know, Inception was even though it was about dreams, it was quite like. Um, methodical and like the science and stuff uh-huh. and it was more action-based this is more like psychedelic yeah sure and heaps of trippy scenes yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas inception's very chris nolan like realism cold brutalist you know what I mean? yeah i mean that you, you know it's about a company that goes into people's dreams so there's those illusions yep um but i don't know if it directly influenced influenced inception it's actually a novel in the 90s i only, well. I, only I know of paprika because of snarky twitter users who always like Sick. take shots at nolan and reference paprika hell yeah <laughs> it was i it's always been on my list i love um the director he also did perfect blue tokyo godfathers and millennium actress oh, cool. and then unfortunately died um but i think his rights for his movies are all up in the air because you can't find them on blu-ray you they've seldom of them are digital but i read have you ever seen perfect blue Yes, there's, I, I it's getting an ultimate Blu-ray release like in a few weeks. Right, I just googled it. And I went, took me to a forum. The last update was two days ago, <laughs> and it was announced. And it's like it's a brand new transfer. It's going to be this beautiful version because I'm always talking about it to Chloe because I'm like, you know, it's basically Black Swan. Yeah, yeah, yeah and like right. Aronofsky bought yeah. it, the rights, and then claims not, not to have used them for Black Swan. But there's a scene directly from the bath scene. Yeah, I think yeah, is yeah. straight out of it. Um, I haven't seen it for a while. I saw a rip maybe ten years ago, but I saw it on SBS. Like wow, years years it's ago. an amazing yeah, yeah. film. Paprika was great. I was also very sick when I watched it, so it was unfortunately over the course of maybe four hours of pausing it, having to sleep, feeling a little dreamy myself. But it was great. I rewatched Ghost in the Shell, which I hadn't seen for maybe ten years. Another one that I first saw on SBS. Yeah, yep. you know what? Yeah, that's where I first saw it. Man, it held up so well because I got confused how there's like Ghost in the Shell, the movies, and then completely separate to that is the TV series. Yeah, of course. And yeah, then yeah, they yeah. started a third universe now of new movies. It's kind of weird. It, like different directors take on the manga. Yeah, I've been talking about Ghost in the Shell a lot lately because um, there was a X-Men, like a what if X-Men one shot where this writer that I really like, Brian Edward Hill, um, did a like kind of what if the X-Men were, it was like pretty much set in the Ghost in the Shell universe oh. with like a computer that they have to go into that's controlled yeah, right. by Magneto. Um, it was... Cool idea. I don't. I don't know if it, it execution. Was, yeah, not so yeah. good. Like, I mean, stylistically, it looked fantastic. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, yeah, that was dope. It was so good to see. Um, but apparently, there's well, not apparently. There's a a re. There's like an updated version called Ghost in the Shell 2.0. Apparently, avoid it like the plague. It's added unnecessary CG to a lot of the scenes and removes the green tint to the movie to like an orange tint to suit the sequel more. Where's that? Sorry. Um, it's out there. Oh right. It's on like streaming services and stuff. But anyone, if you just do a Google, like, comparisons, everyone's like, watch the original. Like, yeah, it seems like really dumb updates. Right. Yeah. Um, you let me know about a, uh, a new-ish anime movie that I didn't know existed by the same uh, studio that did Your yeah, Name. Yeah, I think it's the same animation studio. Right. Did Your Name. It's called Flavors of Youth. Uh-huh. It's been out for about a month or so on Netflix, but it's, it's like... A Netflix original. 
Netflix original, I think, well, outside maybe of Japan. Maybe they just bought the rights to it. For, I think it's called. I think it's like the Good Place is apparently a Netflix original in Australia. It's no all over the world except for NBC. That's crazy. Except America. So they funded it. Or? Yeah, Netflix funded. Um, so it's interesting. It's Chinese stories and Chinese characters, but it's done by it's in Japanese and by a Japanese animation studio. Right. Okay. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it came out in August. Um, and it's three stories. One's about like noodles. <laughs> they're, they're just like, yeah, they're ni- nice touching little stories, you know. Yeah, it's a Japanese-Chinese co-production between uh, Comix Wave Films and Hailliner's Animation League. Right. Um, and it was released globally on the same day by a studio canal on Netflix. And how is it? Yeah, man, it was good. It was, uh, um, you know, the animation wasn't as good as um, Your Name, mm-hmm. which I think is like, you know, the standard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, that's um, unbelievable. But yeah. it, was, it was a, you know... It was a great story, like that kind of realist anime. Yeah. One was kind of a bit like Stand By Me. Okay. A bit where one guy was kind of like looking back on his friends and had lost touch with a girl he loved. Do you reckon this is like an anthology series it could be? or like? Well, no, there's three movies in one of this. I mean, you could keep doing it. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. I, look, More it was a flavors. Great, that'd be nice. It was a nice way to spend, you know, 90 minutes, two hours. I'd recommend it. Cool. Yeah, it was it was a good little slice of life anime. I know there's a Japanese word for that genre, but <laughs> I ain't gonna learn it. So um, we are gonna eventually talk about Star Wars, especially Star Wars Resistance, the new cartoon. Uh, and the Mandalorian, and of course we've got Mandalorian. Which we we somehow forgot to speak about. So also. big, big, big Star Wars update coming soon. But um, I've, I've watched a few other things recently. Um, all the cartoon episodes that we did recently, um, I made me realize lightning going on behind you. Oh, it's beautiful. I tracked it, Thor. Thor's coming. Storm. Um, Have Storm and Thor ever done sex? No, I don't think so. That'd be wild. Yeah. Should we write write to Marvel Comics and request it? Yeah, definitely. Stan Lee, before you cock it, bro, make this happen. Hook us up. Um, I uh, I've realized how much I love Adult Swim. Like the, I mean, I always have. I think we all knew that you loved it. Rewatching a lot of stuff and. Completely out of nowhere, I had no idea this was happening. Um, they made a new episode of Harvey Birdman. Oh yeah, I saw that. And it is the season of the revival. Well and truly, we are well and truly into the you know everything's being revived. But I noticed that. I saw that pop up. Yeah, I think this could be wrong. I, could be, I might be wrong, but I think it is just a one-off. Like it's a one-off That's what special, I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's a one-off special, and it's called Harvey Birdman Attorney General. That's right. Because um, he's now Attorney General. No, see, so Phil Ken Seven, the the character that was like he was Harvey's boss in the, yeah. in, the in the show. Harvey Birdman is this unbelievably funny, really quick edited. Actually, we spoke about it in Adult Swim episode. Yeah, um, Adult Swim cartoon where. Um, they re- it started out like a lot of adult swim sh- um, shows did, like reusing a lot of old Hanna-Barbera cells. So Birdman was originally like an Alex Toth de- um, designed like action cartoon character yeah. that only had like 20 episodes in the 60s and 70s. Now he's a lawyer. Um, and so he, he was actually originally used um, as like a fill-in for Space Ghost as a, as yes. a talk show host. Yeah. And they gave him his own show, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Because they look basically the same. One has wings yeah, exactly. and one doesn't. Um, and uh, in, in this one, he was like, it was like him. Some characters crossed over too, didn't they? Like yeah, Zorak yeah. was in it, I think. Or, or they just like any any old Hanna Barbera cartoon. So they often Snag had like. Will put, that's right. They would have like Fred Flintstone would have like a legal problem. Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. And so he was like he would represent them, and like the judges were like enemies from his original action yeah, cartoon that's run, right. or like other weird, um, forgotten about Hanna yeah, Barbera action it was characters. A great show. And the voice cast was phenomenal. It's yeah. like Stephen Colbert is uh, plays his boss, and another another guy. 
Um, and uh, Gary Cole is the voice of Harvey Birdman. That's right. Um, Gary Cole rules. And then like, you know, classic, you know, Adult Swim had a lot of kind of uh, lesser Gary Cole, great in Vape. Amazing Just in Vape. The yeah. funniest thing in Vape. Um, he was in Parks and Rec for a little bit too, wasn't he? Was he really? I think maybe. He's a like villain him. in um, Pineapple Express. That's right. He's great in that. He's such a good actor. He's such a slept on actor. Well, he's an amazing voice actor too. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know that. I knew he did Harvey Birdman, but what else? Um, She's he, in... He was in Venture Brothers. Venture Venture Brothers, Brothers yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's great. Um, Seen uh, The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, See Homer Simpson? Yeah, he is. Homer Simpson. You might know he's... See Mr. Burns? He's the one that wants to kill the babe, kill the mum. He's a poo, isn't he's he? He does Lois. the Indian voice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, Approved. I mean, come on guys. <laughs> Didn't have you been watching South Park as well? I'm about to watch that episode. There's a whole episode about they it. a problem with a poo, but it's, it's about, about canceling Mr. Hanky, yeah. but it's obviously about, but, but it's mostly about like their take on like Roseanne. Yeah. I heard you. Sounds, sounds like a classic episode of South Park. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like the left and right are both crazy. If you ask me. <laughs> That's the way I like it. Um, yeah, so Harvey Berman comes back. Gary Cole's really handsome, and I reckon he's gotten better looking with age. Yeah, uh, let's, I reckon Dream Guest. Let's put him in the Dream Guest folder. I'd love oh, is he the guy. Brady? But he's Mr. Brady. Oh, fucking the Brady Bunch remake. He's so good at that. Yeah, a very Brady sequel. Yeah, yeah. And he's also very famous, uh, probably best known for his meme appearance as the um, Office Space. Of course. Yeah, I'm going to have to get you to come in or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's what he says. I'm going to have to get you to come in. He says it to Shinji. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to get you to, to come. come in your hand. <laughs> come in these tits. Um, but yeah, so in, in this <laughs> new one, Harvey Berman, Attorney General, um, Phil Ken Seven, the um, Stephen Colbert voiced uh, boss, uh, suddenly wakes up and he's the president. Amazing. And uh, so he needs to get Harvey Berman to <laughs> impeach him. And he throws an inauguration, but it's also an impeach party at the same time. That's amazing. So, and it's, How long is it? It's like 20, So it's just normal episode minutes. length? No, like, like, it's normally 11 minutes. Oh, that's right. That's short. Service. But it was like, I heard it described as like a 22-minute show in 11 minutes. Because yeah. it's so fast. There's yeah, so sure. many jokes. There's more background jokes than any other cartoon. Oh, you, heaps of recurring characters just, just show up for like one line and disappear. And like, you know, just heaps of just stupid dick jokes. Just like, it's so much fun. And like, this was like... Like Phil Ken Seven's like catchphrase is saying like ha ha and then like a random non sequitur line. And so like the first thing he says is ha ha, you can go home again. And like it, the whole thing is like just like yeah, them proving that point, like that it is Yeah. They're just doing what they used to do. That's all good. the all the all of the main characters are back at it. There's like it's it's so funny, but there's all these like modern kind of like political jokes, but they're not lame. They're really really good. It's not like Trump, Family guy, but yeah. it's like 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 Peter Potamus. Um, he's yeah, like, the, he's yeah. like you know the thing I got you. Yeah, like, did you get that thing? Um, he's like big purple. Like uh, he becomes an Alex Jones esque oh, figure who has his own like you know like talk Info show. Wars thing. Fuck, it's called Hippo Wars. <laughs> That's amazing. Like and but where like my, the, where my proud boys are, and that joke lasts thirty seconds. And it's yeah. but and they cram so much material yeah, into wow. that thirty seconds. And what if it, did they speak about why it was made? Were they just like? Sounds it, like well, something that's is, almost like they it, were spitballing. They're so like, oh, I, if we still did the show. I was only able to watch it because I, I bought it with my US iTunes um, account. Oh, so, so if you're an American listener, absolutely go cop that because it gives you a behind-the-scenes footage right. of like oh, that's all of the voice actors like working together for the first time in ages. I haven't watched that yet, but I assume it's going to be like, yeah, give me a lot of answers uh, mm. to the questions you were just asking. But man, like if you... No, don't uh, research it. Let's just go by from what we think happened. Yeah, definitely. But if you're like... I don't know, I, I get a bit precious. Like I remember when Pavement uh, reformed and toured oh, yeah, years ago. Good. I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to see them because mm. I don't want to ruin like what what is like. I my went favorite, to that show at the end. My favorite high school band. Like, I didn't like it. Yeah, right. Well, so there you go. I'm glad I didn't do it. Yeah. But, but this move, this was like, it was just like 
more of what I loved about mm. it. Like and just modernized enough. Mm. Like the, refer- the references were modern. I had a Harvey the- Birdman on DVD. I'll I'll definitely watch this. Yeah, I mean it's so funny. They even like up. They didn't update the song, but they did update the like the visuals in the. the- and he's like living off the grid as a novelist. It's fuck, man. It's so funny. I'll, I'll, I, I like. I it. was like. I was like. You know, like how rare it is to watch a show and laugh by yourself you know yeah. like, I feel like you're more likely to laugh when there's you're, someone in the room exactly but yeah. i was just like i was like keeled over in that's pain so at some of the jokes um so yeah that, that's a pretty huge endorsement for yeah that's Harvey a Berman. big rubber stamp Attorney, that's Attorney a big General. uh small bang theory rubber stamp of approval and just while we're talking adult swim um i've mentioned it a few times in the show it's called joe Pera talks with you yes Man, it's like it could be like you know, this is, is good it Australian iTunes. No, not yet. Why the fuck not, homie? Um, it's worth it's worth getting a um, worth getting a trying to Mr. get a Sunday movies for. just started following me on Instagram. Hell yeah, bro, you've made it. My boss, <laughs> yeah, our boss. Is this am I allowed to report this as sexual harassment? <laughs> you know when like bosses follow like girls. Oh, is that okay? Is it okay? Yeah, yeah if it's you like, want, you can. Ooh, the boss followed me. Oh, I, yeah, I've, sure. I've been, I've been, uh, I've never been a boss. Yeah, always a bridesmaid. Oh, he just DM'd you. He yeah. said, "Show more leg." <laughs> he said, "Show toes, show <laughs> toes, please." Damn it! I have to show my toes for Mister Sunday movies. <laughs> Does Mister Sunday movies know about this? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I, I mentioned Joe Perra talks with yeah. you. It's I've been a, dying to watch it, man. It's like nine episodes. They're all like eleven minutes long. And did it you get it a, on US iTunes? Yeah. It's about. I'm How sure you, was it? Uh, it was like twelve dollars for the season. So how do you watch it? Do you just have to sign in and out on your TV. Yeah, it's super easy on yeah. Apple TV just to move, change accounts. Like it's oh like, really? It remembers your other account info, oh, so I just like yeah. You just, just need to put your password in. And man, like I looked at the movie selection on US iTunes. I can watch. Oh man, there's heaps. But I can watch movies that haven't even come out in Australia yet. Yeah, this is like a twenty year old like discovery. The, come the on. one that Boots Riley made with with uh, Darius from uh, Atlanta. What's it called? Thank you. For, oh yeah. No, sorry for. Yeah, thank you for bothering me or something. <laughs> thank you for bothering me. That's what it's called. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, this, we, we know we know how shit we are at getting stuff here. Um, but uh, remember, we used to be those dudes that imported DVDs all the time. You shouldn't be surprised. So much fucking money spent on imported DVDs. They're yeah. just under my bed now. Um, but Joe Perra talks with you is about like uh, it's actually starring a comedian whose name is Joe Perra, but he plays a character like a fictionalized version of yeah, who like is Nathan like, Fielder, who's like a middle America um, choir school choir teacher. Yeah, he's like he calls himself a soft-handed choir teacher. <laughs> soft-handed and such an inappropriate word to have with a but, choir teacher. So we're so used to seeing losers in comedy shows, but we're so used to seeing bad things happen to the losers. This is a show that warmly embraces this main loser character mm. and sets you up to think that we're going to see everything fail mm. and everyone laugh at him. He's a boss. And people still, like, no one really takes him seriously, but no one is mean to him. Nothing bad happens to him. And you just like... Is the rest of the cast actors? Or? Yeah, but uh, not recognizable. Sure. Um, but it's not It's not like a Tim and Eric show where it's like sure. these, like, you know, they, they are actual actors. They're not 70 year old men. Yeah. Um, and uh, man... It's fucking incredible. It's so nice. Hell yeah. It's just like, so we, we, we started watching Maniac last night and um, uh, watched the first uh, two episodes and like, it's a pretty heavy thing to go to bed after. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, should we watch a Joe Pera? And it's just like this, like, just this little window into just a nice thing. Sometimes of, of nice man. things are good. And, 
Man, it is so beautiful the way that this character looks at the world and like it's quite relaxing to watch it. I think you would love it in the same yeah. way. Like we were just watching this Terrace House. Terrace House is Japanese reality show that you've spoken about on the on the, yeah. po- on the podcast the before. Season, and that's like doors. pretty relaxing, right? Oh like, yeah, you saw it. It was it's like coma it's and slow and yeah. yeah, yeah. This is like that, but really funny at times too. And like the best episode so far was like the sixth episode and it's like called like Joe Perra Reads the Church Announcements. And it's him, he gets in front of his church and he's going to read the church bulletin to everybody and he gets like two two points in and he goes, oh, I'm really sorry, but I just can't stop thinking about it. Has anyone heard Barbara O'Reilly by The Who? And he's for the first time in his life, he's heard Barbara O'Reilly by The Who on a classic rock station the night before. <laughs> so and good. he hasn't slept since he's heard he it. Loves the he spends, and because he's like, he's, you know, quite old fashioned, even though he's quite young, old fashioned guy. He, the only way he can hear it is he calls every radio station <laughs> and requests Barbara O'Reilly by That's The Who. That's funny. Because he's like, the first thing he does when he hears a radio station play, he's like, what was that song? He's like, are you serious? It's The Who. And he's like, okay, well, can you play it again? And he's like, no. That's <laughs> so great. And man, it, it is. Just joyous! That's it is great. such an incredible show. I have a very soft spot for that song. Yeah, I mean, as you should. It's a it's a killer song, it's and this will, this song. will make you love it even more. So I don't. Know, I maybe if I log in, maybe I'll just give you my login details. Maybe you can just watch it off. You don't have to do that. I'm happy not to. You're a fan, bro. All right, we'll we'll talk off. Oh, mic. Here are my login details. You can all log in. <laughs> That's right. Let's talk about it off mic. <laughs> Here's my uh, license. But yeah, I would love for you to watch it because I think yeah. it's going to be like an instant Truscott classic. I just, like, I, I how lo- do you add credit to your US account? I buy um I buy uh I'll just vou- do that again. Buy yeah. vouchers off eBay. Yeah, I used to do that too. Yeah, um, it's worth it. Like now that I know I can rent movies um that aren't out in Australia yet. You see that Nick Offerman has made like an indie movie where he's uh he's like th- he's he starts a band with his daughter. What? Yeah, it was one of those movies. I was like, I can't tell if this is good or I'm gonna hate it with every every like molecule of my body. Yeah, you know how like those indie movies can be, like 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 Juno. Yeah, when um, so he's directed it. No, no, he's in it. He's like the main right. character, and he plays like this like rock dad who makes he starts a band with his uh, black daughter. Mm. It, there was enough charm about. It. You should watch the trailer. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember what it's called. So you've seen it? No, no, I just saw the trailer right. last night. As like I started thinking about yoga hoses. I started thinking about indie dad filmmakers. <laughs> Seriously, but I about don't in- watch that before you watch Joe Perra talks yeah. to you. Try and track it down. How much was Joe Perra? Like 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 twelve dollars American or something like that. For yeah, the full season. I got a, I, I can log in. I still got my account. Yeah, just buy a, buy a voucher on, yeah, well, uh, on iTunes. I had a site that used to yeah buy them instantly and stuff. That was it's really pretty good. easy on iTunes. Or like maybe we should just find one of our American listeners and just pay them money. Yeah, give me your money. <laughs> give me the card. They, and they can use our, our accounts. And no, them. I'm not doing that. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's Don't it. do that because they can access all your music and stuff. Let's, let's talk about Star Wars. Something that we've not talked about on the podcast for a long time. Yeah, I know. Wow. We haven't talked about Star Wars for ages. Because it's, it's, it's a sad reality we're going to have to face very soon. It's the it's first, no Christmas without Star it's Wars. It's the first Christmas without a Star Wars in three years. I, I, I kept thinking three years. So we, I watched Resistance, but before I go into it, I just kept thinking like, man... I can't believe that like it's been three years and it seems forever that I've known BB-8 and all these characters. And I'm yeah. just like, that was only 2015. It's only been two and a half years. Yeah, I know, right. And I'm just like, they've left such an impact. It's cra- I was just like, man, this new show in particular is all set around the Force Awakens era just mm-hmm. before it. So many references to stuff from it. And I'm like, that's just canon now. Like, it's such a part of... Yeah. and I, I, New I, Republic, I love... all these phrases like that I, I like remember reading in books just before the prequels even came out. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, this is, we're actually now in the world where like 
the new republic is Dude, a real it's thing. It's so refreshing because as someone that reads all comics, like all the fucking set in the two weeks between a new hope. And there and was Empire. a Poe Dameron comic that that's like it was kind of interesting, but like even then, I feel like they were quite protective with how far into the future. Well, he apparently was not anymore. The last issue is set after the Last Jedi. Right there you go. It's gone up to and but beyond. it's ending now. So like yeah. maybe that was his last pitch. Maybe. like you know last last tale he can tell. Yeah, it's set after the ship takes off um, on crate. Oh, crazy. Yeah, and Fuck. she was like, oh. they." And it was good for us cannon heads because it was confirmed that the Resistance is literally the dozen or so people on that ship. Wow. There's no one else. Crazy. So, it's literally the Millennium Falcon is the Resistance. Oh, fuck, I have to pick that up. That yeah, yeah. Really interesting. Mm. But... Like, you know, so much Star Wars media is set between oh, it's a, new, Vader a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Or, or Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's, yeah. it's, I'm not sure why. I guess it was a safe zero period. It's because it's like, safe. You know, that they... But it's also not safe. Like, we don't really know. There's 20 years of Darth Vader we know nothing about, which sucks because we meet Darth Vader in A New Hope when he's been Vader for 20 years. And he dies in three years. Well, because I've read both of the Darth Vader comics, mm. I've, I know heaps of Darth Vader yeah. shit now. You should, but I mean, in the films, it's funny. Like the main medium, we see him become Darth Vader at the end of Episode Three. Yep. The birth, we know nothing about his like formative years, and then we see like the decline of Darth Vader. Sure. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, That's I'm, twenty years of stuff. So, I've never watched any of the Star Wars you know, TV Clone shows. Wars or Rebels. I've watched like like you know bits and pieces of of um of Rebels which I didn't like. I w- what I saw of Clone Wars especially with the Jenny Tarkovsky animation I did like and I was like fuck Oh that's a different series. Also oh, there's two Clone Wars series. One's not canon. One's animated 2D which isn't canon. Right, damn. Okay. But the 3D animated one is canon and is like extraordinary. Oh okay, sure. So I have not seen any of that. <laughs> Okay, no, that's extraordinary. It's okay, incredible. Right. That's the one that they've brought back. Right. Which they're finishing because it got axed. When oh, the Disney, okay, sure. Remember there was that big yeah, reveal? Yeah. And certain people were like, oh my God, this is the best news ever. They're finishing it. Yeah, Same voice great. cast. Yeah. Um, how do you feel overall about Rebels? Did you watch it un- until the end? or? So I, I was downloaded it a bunch because it was hard to get here. I'm waiting for it all to come out because I want to get it legally, mm-hmm. digitally. Um I, I, you know, I, it, it, I didn't like. I liked the Clone Wars a lot more. Mm-hmm. But I thought Rebels was good. There were parts I was like, meh, about. But overall, I liked it. I thought like bringing back Darth Maul was sick and making him this like gray character. So this is set before Solo, and Maul's in it. Um, yep. It's set after Solo. What am I talking about? There's an amazing scene with him and Obi Wan on Tatooine. Oh, okay, sure. Which is like one of the greatest scenes in the series, and him and Obi Wan finally rematch on Tatooine, like when he's when Luke's ten. Oh, you wow. see like Luke in the distance at the end of the episode while Obi-Wan's like watching from afar. It's like a beautiful episode. Yeah, that's cool. I haven't watched the final season yet, but yeah, it did great. So it was like a continuation of the Clone Wars. It brought back Ahsoka, who you know is this like very big fan favorite. That was Anakin's Padawan yep, in the Clone right. Wars. Yeah, yeah. Who was expelled from the Jedi um, Order. We didn't know if she died or not, but it was confirmed in one of the last episodes of Clone Wars she's but expelled. So, overall, you you you, look, you think about it of it positively or totally? But, yeah. yeah, it was like more Star Wars. Um, I want to watch more of Rebels because I know I've heard it got a lot better and it started off kind of like quite light and fluffy and it took like you know like the main character gets blinded by Darth Maul's lightsaber and is like can't see and <sighs> it gets like quite dark from what I've heard and the lead character leaves little like the young guy and starts spending time with Maul and there's this like will he won't he become a dark side user despite being strong in the force and so what little I saw of Rebels I thought was very serious and boring yeah right um and maybe I just saw the wrong episode obviously I'm not going to judge the entire series off the back of that but it did um 
I went into the newest cartoon series, Star Wars Resistance, thinking that's what it was going to be. Very, very serious and, yeah. like, um, you know, trying to hit the same tones as the movies. Um, no, this definitely skews younger. Holy shit. I was not expecting, like... Even just like I watched a preview and, and the score in it is so playful mm. and like and young. This is absolutely like a like it definitely skews younger than the Clone Wars and Rebels. It's a funny adventure, um, like cartoon mm. set in the Star Wars universe. Animation's gorgeous. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting like like you know when you first see it, you're like, oh, I don't know about this animation. I loved it. It's like um playing Wind Waker at the start. You're like, oh, what is yeah, this? Yeah, it's, like, it's like cel shaded oh. 3D. You're like, it is Wind. You know, it's yeah, exactly yeah. Wind Waker. The shadow. I like, was noticing the shadows and stuff popping around. And so um like Os- Oscar Isaac's like the third voice in the show as Poe Dameron. Yeah, and the voice cast outside of that is is really really. It's strong. a really good voice cast, right? The Dean from the Community de- yeah, is that a, cool yeah. alien bird thing. Um, what's his name? Uh, Greg Proops. Uh, from whose lines he? anyway? He's also the one of the voices of one of the heads in uh, Phantom Menace. One of oh the yeah, he's the voice. It was, the commentator's back. Did uh, you hear him during the race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, he he was back. Um, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of like D. Bradley Baker. Lots of like. Just, oh, there's a solid first episode. Yeah, man, I I, I was not expecting to like this as much as I did. Mm. Um, it's the first Star Wars media that I think I could watch with uh, with my scared little I was about boy to say, Archie. <laughs> yeah, it seems very Archie friendly, which I was pumped for. Um, it's just like it's really nice and funny. I was pumped and- to see the New Republic. We've never seen it. We see it get obliterated in from afar on um, Takadona in the Force Awakens. You know when you see Starkiller Base. Fire, oh no, shit! Right, that's the New Republic being destroyed. So oh. a bit of criticism with the new films. One of the not a bit, but one of the major bits of criticism is. It's the rebels and empire again. Like what happened to the twenty years of New Republic? No, sure. thirty years of New Republic. Because yep, this is you know new, uh, Force Awakens is set like thirty three years after yeah, Return of the right. Jedi. Yeah, so we it's like the Vader thing. Like we miss out on all of the New Republic, mm. and with something we've only ever read about for years. So it's kind of I love seeing like those different blue X wings with that different logo, and they kind of point out that the Resistance is not this big political force. You know, it's like a very small band of. The extremists that get described extre- at yeah. some point. Yeah. Like Leia runs them. They're, it's funded independently from the New Republic. It, it, the visual dictionary goes into a lot of it, but it's like when the Empire was defeated and the New Republic declared, they did an armistice and removed all like battleships and stuff. So there would be no Empire could build, like flip like they did last time and become the Empire. Yeah. And have this instant army. So, yeah, it goes into kind of why... The, but it was. It, I could see the criticism being like, oh, the, the resistance is just the rebels. Why Like, why did it become that again? Yeah, sure. So I, I love the fact we're spending time with the New Republic. Yeah, and it feels like it's, it's a mostly like kind of fun show. Like you, you meet... The main character is Kaz, this young um, uh, A-Wing pilot. Asian... Uh, no, X-Wing. X-Wing pirate, sorry, my bad. Asian lead. There was like no white people in the show. Yeah. <laughs> I was like very, very uh, new Star Wars. A lot of people are going to be very upset by this. Um, and good. Um, but yeah, so he, he kind of like bumbles his way into uh, uh, teaming up with, um, yeah. with Poe Dameron. And he's um, like fine. I mean, I'm sure he'll have a good character arc eventually. But oh, he's moment, just he's perfect Cartoon Network-esque whoa, character. Whoa, what's like, going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. BBA. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so he, so like, yeah, the, the main character is like him, BB-8. Poe Dameron. Podemus, I don't think he's going to be in every episode. No, I think so. he'll be like a hologram speaking to him while he's on his mission. Um, but then there's like, yeah, like a funny green alien. Uh, Who has Drax disease. What do you mean? Like just takes everything literally. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought you meant like an actual, that was an actual no, like they, Star no, no. Wars based uh, no. illness that you know. It was that, cool that seeing only, a lot of um, aliens from the, the prequel. Dictionary know about. No, it was sick seeing um, a lot of aliens from the prequel and original trilogies. I thought it was 
cool to finally see all these like because there's this thing in Star Wars where like you know there's all these races but you never see ones from previous films it's always like new ones and it's always like oh surely there's a roadie in there or something but it was cool to see like yeah there was even like an alien of uh, there was one of the 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 people who were like singing in Jabba's band who like Boba Fett flirts with in Return (laughs) of the Jedi like one of them was in the bar crazy which was I was like oh man they're like they're they're some real uh, fan favorites out here um, so yeah, Kaz um, uh, accidentally like let slip that, or like a rumor gets out that he he's calling himself the best pilot mm. in the known galaxy, and uh, of course, in order to prove himself, he gets entered into selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. For a race. Anakin Skywalker pod racer style. Um, and he doesn't have a ship, so he's given a piece of shit ship, which he has to upgrade. And then uh, finally there's a big kind of like climax. Like the first, like there's, a, there's an action scene at the start and there's no action until the end. Um, and uh, which is this big race scene between him and mm. uh, a, a, the daughter of a general, or uh, the person who, like runs the color. That's uh, right. The thing who I my I suspect is the person informing the first order. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a it's it's a really really fun. Man, I was just watching episode. it, and I said to Chloe, I was like, "Fuck! Look, I wish when I was a kid there was like licensed Star Wars cartoons." And I'm like, now there's three really good ones floating around, and I'm like, it's so good. Like I had the three movies, and that was it. And I'm like, we're watching a show with Poe Dameron in it, like played by Oscar Isaac. Like that's not and BB-8's a main character. BB-8's a main yeah. character. I'm like, fuck! Do you know how cool that is? Like I, I, I wish. And I love you know, and there's so many fun references in it for dorks like us, like the opening. Which, they mentioned you know, Scarif and Jakku, and... but like the, even you know all all Star Wars movies open with yeah. the the kind of the silhouette of the of the of the ship. How good was it, that opening? 
kidding. And, and the droid turned around? Yeah, so you think it's a ship, but it ends up being the top of a droid. I, I thought head. it was very sweet. Yeah, really, really clever. Um, yeah, I, I was into it. I was just was like, man, if I was a 10 year old, this would be the best thing ever. Yeah, so I, I was like, you know, I'll probably just watch this and then, if, you know, I'll, you know, I'll talk about it on the show. I'm probably just going to subscribe to this and oh, just totally. watch every episode. Yeah, I was into it. It was really fun. Yeah, I was into it. I, I love the animation style and it, like, it doesn't just feel like them trying to emulate something that already exists. It feels like its own thing with Star Wars involvement. Yeah. Um, It's just an era that we haven't seen yet. Um, I think it's set maybe three years, maybe before the force awakens quite possibly. Yeah. But just an era we don't know about, which is so exciting to me. By the end of it, I was like, if this didn't have nothing to do with Star Wars, I'd probably still watch it. Yeah. Right. I think that's like the best thing you can say. That's a huge compliment. This kind of thing. I'm just, you know, this leads us to the next thing, the Mandalorian, which somehow we forgot to speak about last episode. But before we go there, so the the, the final, like we the final, hands. <laughs> we did. Let's hold hands for this last. Next, close last this window bit. in case rain comes in. Oh, I want to get. I, I love getting wet. Is it? Oh no, keep it open if you want. I don't care. You get wet. Andrew WK. Um, <laughs> oh man, I read an amazing piece on him. This guy is basically sorry to divert, like divert. Hey, we always we do. do this. Um, this it was like an hour and a half long read, but this, you know the rumors for years that they replaced Andrew WK and. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an amazing deep dive investigation. And this guy's used like way back machine and gone back to old sites and has like looked into his record contracts with the person that he was feuding with. It's like an incredible deep dive. Like you just got this tinfoil hat on. Made me listen to Andrew WK for like three days straight. Like he's looking into lyrics. He's like going, yeah, it's crazy. And so what is his, how does does he finish it up? Um, I can't say. Wow. It's really good. You have to sign an NDA. Like, yeah, wait, it's really good. I'll send it to you, man. Post it, such post a it in the Hey Fam Patreon group. Yeah, I will. I will. It made me bum because Andrew WK was at work three weeks ago and I didn't go down and see it. He did like a show on the foyer. I was. I opened with it for him once. That's amazing. Yeah, and, and the song did he I, change actors? The song, I, the song I played before he came on was "We Care a Lot" by Faith No More, and oh, wow. like, he was like perfect. That was the perfect song to come on to. That's so good. Yeah. Um, he loves partying I've met him before He loves partying hard He's such a good guy um, Do you know he has an album in Japan Of just him singing songs from Gundam That rules, really? Yeah Fuck <laughs> He has like three Japanese exclusive albums Where it's just him singing in Japanese You can't get them anywhere That's wild um, So uh, That lightning is getting crazy It's crazy, isn't it? It's beautiful actually I do love lightning um, we've had rain in Sydney for like three weeks in a row. Now. We had no rain in winter, which is when it traditionally rains here. And now kind it's, of it's like it's, this it's, type of rain. This is like not summer rain. Yeah, we're like a month and a bit away from summer, and uh, this is spring, and it's fucking been raining for two weeks straight. At least it's humid now, which is a weird sentence to say. I hate humid. Yeah, it's, but it's I, I just want it to be warm again. I, I I hate the rain and humid. That's what makes me get sick. I'm hot now. I just want to take my. I know, wearing off shorts. All the time. Yeah, 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 it's wild. Trying to um, see if the Gundam album's on streaming. No. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So, the, the, the final scene in Star Wars Resistance is oh, yeah. um, uh, Poe Dameron. It's Shinji so, sorry. The, uh, <laughs> the Shinji, get out of here. What are you doing? The first order pilot that, that Poe was, yeah, was red, chasing. Yeah, a red start. TIE fighter pilot, which is someone we haven't seen before. So, he returns to Starkiller Base yeah. um, with the intention of... Which is of, under construction. And re- reporting to Captain Phasma. Who, um, Geraldine... What's the surname? Christy? She appears in it. Oh, wow. Cool. She's so, gonna, that's, that's what I'm gonna, so she's going to be, she's going to show up. And are we, we going to see Kylo at some point? 
Or do you reckon that's too ambitious? In the trailer, there's like a screenshot of his ship flying. Man, if if Adam Driver shows up, I think as he's a, going. I think it's gonna fuck, be a big reveal. Be so good. I think it's gonna like, be a reveal for the finale. Because like, he's an, just as it's like a fan of him as an actor. Yeah, I would love to see what he would do as a voice actor. Yeah, has he done any voice acting? I don't yet? think so. Like that would be amazing. It's because at the end of Rebel season one, Vader's like the villain. Like in one episode it's right. a, And it's James Earl Jones Oh that's so awesome And J- he appears as James Earl Jones James Earl Jones appears as him Throughout the second <laughs> he season He appears as James Earl Jones And then he's also Mufasa They're yeah, just yeah. like Let's get them all in here He's the NBC guy Yeah um, But yeah it's awesome CNN. So I think like They will use his voice If well, they do That'd be rad I would, Like man imagine Writing for Kylo as a, as a, In a cartoon That's so much fun Like a, a lighter Just having a tantrum Kylo. still And like yeah, yeah. Just pushing people around In like a comedic Yeah it's just such show, a cool yeah. era We still know nothing about you know, there's so much to be explored in those 33 years, which takes us to The Mandalorian. Okay, I'll allow it. Let's the go. live action Star Wars TV series, which we used to just refer to for like ever since Hey Fam started as this rumored live action series. Years ago, after Revenge of the Sith, there was going to be um, Star Wars Underworld, the code name. Was right. the thing I told you about? Yeah, where, yeah. You know, that ain't happening. Ain't nobody Chief. clicking on that, Chief. <laughs> but this is set. Three or six years after Return of the Jedi, so still an era we know nothing about. Yep. Live action, showrunner John Favreau, which was news kind of to me. I thought he was going to be directing it all. Um, and they released. A, He's not directing uh, any of it. Yeah, they, but they did release a list of the the directors who are you know at least doing one or two episodes. And Most are doing two. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, the, the coolest announcement, obviously, is Taika we've got Wazizi. Dave Filoni, which for me is also exciting. He's the Clone Wars and Rebels guy, finally doing live action for oh, the first right. time. Sweet. He's doing the first episode. That's awesome. Yeah, he's been kind of. Yeah, Dave Filoni is a real one. He's like the closest, not the closest thing. He's like. He, he he has been very responsive for the last like 15 years or so of Star Wars. Right, sure. Of like Star Wars outside of the movies, you mean? Yeah. George picked him to kind of be a successor, I think, like a spiritual successor. Right, sweet. So, And is he just, do we you know, just... Uh, He's doing the, the first one? The first and like the sixth one, I think. So they've announced like the directors for all of the episodes? Yeah. Or, yeah, right, sure. This happened a couple, like a week or two ago. Yeah. I'm just going to get the list up. Mandalorian... Mandalorians are a fictional people from the planet Mandalore in the Star Wars science fiction franchise created by George Lucas. Hell yeah, dude. First conceptualized for The Empire Strikes Back as a group of white-armored Superma commandos, the idea developed into a single bounty hunter character, Boba Fett. Hell yeah, my dude. Oh, what the fuck is this? Angus calls Wikipedia, my dude. My dude. Um, Have you not found the article yet? it's, It's coming. In your hand? At a hospital. Shinji, day. yeah. Um, hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Come on, Shinji. <laughs> Come on, dude. Don't be like that. Oh, man, it's such an awful time to be on articles on the internet. Comicbook.com. Star Wars. Lucasfilm reportedly relying on The Mandalorian to revive interest in the saga. Oh, yeah. No one has lost interest in Star Wars. <laughs> fuck off. It's so good. You can see them just being like, fuck, we haven't had a Star Wars hit for a few days. Yeah. Write something. Um, Everything we know about The Mandalorian. Just like the worst websites. Um, have you not found the list of directors yet? I can't find the original one because there's so much of these fucking god-awful websites. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it's rough out here on the internet. It seriously used to be so much easier to fucking... Na- oh, here we go. Siri suggested it for me. Thanks, Siri. I just typed in StarWars.com, then typed in John Favreau. All right, so the directors are... 
Wait, this is not the... Oh, God damn it. It's from March. Here, I found one from stuff.co.newzealand. <laughs> oh, this one's got to be real. No, it will be, though. Um, Taika Watiti booked as director for upcoming Star Wars TV series. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Other directors were Dave Filoni, Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. Rick Famuyiwa. Who did the movie Dope. Oh, cool. And Bryce Dallas Howard. Which is crazy. The actor. Ron Howard's daughter. So, two ha- two, two generations of Howard directing oh, true. Star Wars. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Ty- and apparently, Tyka and Bryce will be appearing in their episodes. Oh, that's awesome. Another huge rumor I've heard, unconfirmed at this point, is that Werner Herzog is somehow attached, perhaps as an actor. <laughs> what? That's like, to me, he's as good as him starting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How good would that be? That's like a disgruntled, like, yeah. anything. So we know nothing about it, just that it's set after Return of the Jedi. And so it's going to have something to do with the Fets. A Mandal- well, not the Fets, even just a Mandalorian. Like, if you watch The Clone Wars... Fetty Wap. Um, yeah, Fetty Wap and Monty are in it. Um, Monty's my favorite rapper of all time. It's <laughs> so good. Just, always, all he did was count. Seventeen thirty-eight. No, that's Fetty. That's Fetty, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me what you see. Is, is it money or is, or is it me? Or is it me? Yeah. I and know. I want this sort of. <laughs> Bring Fetty bump. back. Bring Monty back too. Bring Monty. <laughs> sure, he can go on. Save too. Monty. I understand. Fetty had so many good songs. I Make loved his Fetty voice again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Monty was great. It would just be oh, featuring Monty. <laughs> this Monty. Who the fuck's Monty? Monty was, was like. Great. Uh, Another uh, sol- soldier boy's um, like, like second in charge or whatever. Like his boy that used to jump on all his songs was Arab. Arab, that's right. Arab. <laughs> and they had a how they doing? Split. No, they're doing Arab and Monty no, in the chat. Arab and Monty should start a group together. <laughs> Seriously, with like the backseat boys. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Two ICs. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Yeah. So I don't know if it's about, it's about the Fets. Like in the Clone Wars, a lot of. There's a few arcs, and in, in fact, the arc they're coming back to finish is called like the Siege of Mandalore. And Mandalore's got a huge plot in uh, Clone Wars, so it's like a race of people. Um, they're not all Maori; <laughs> it's just Jango Fett. It's like a you know, it's like a multiracial planet. It's like a big, big planet. Yeah. But they're like warriors, and we've learned from the show that they, uh, the canon is that they feuded with the Jedi in the Old Republic, and one of them has is in possession. Have you ever seen the Dark Saber? Have I told you about that? No. It's like this black lightsaber right. and it has like a white glow around it. Mm. So they stole that from the Jedi Temple like millennia ago. And it's kind of insight to what lightsabers used to look like. They're not, you know, now in the, a lightsaber is kind of this like round cylinder. Yeah. It's like a thin blade with like a point on the top, but it's oh, black. Cool. And they're in possession of it. This like cell of Mandalorians. But in this show, this is like some crazy canon. Maul ends up taking over them and becoming like this boss of Mandalore. So they've got this crazy history. So this is in like a novel or something. No, this is in Clone Wars. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. So Maul comes. They have like a terrorist cell called Death Watch, which the old Mandalorian, they're kind of like a pacifist planet now, but there's this old sect of them like, oh, we were warriors once and we took down the Jedi and they've kind of been banished, but there's like these angry Mandalores. They're, it's crazy. The leader of them before Maul takes over is um, this guy called Pre Vizsla and he's voiced by Jon Favreau. Right. Which is crazy in the Clone Wars. So he's like, obviously been excited by the idea of Mandalorians or Mandalores. Yeah, but I think this one's just going to be a, a guy who wears Mandalorian armor. Like, I don't think it's going to be a fet. How exciting. Mm. It's cool to not know. When, when, when is that due? I think next year. Next um, also, he has... Imagine the, Shadow Drop It Christmas. I'm just hoping, man, that we have access to the Disney streaming service. 
Oh, I guarantee yeah. we're not going to because we so live in such weird a fucked DC country. Did, we, we haven't got the DC one. That's what I mean. I'm yeah. using that as evidence. Fuck, that is terrifying. Isn't so it? I'm like, oh, we're probably not going to get it. Or well, maybe maybe Netflix will buy it. Like, I mean, nah, it, it's going to be the it's competing against Netflix, oh, the so Disney streaming Stan? service. <laughs> no, like nothing. It just no, nah, there's no way that they would miss out an entire market. They do it all the time here. Disney don't. Yeah. They Disney, have to do Disney international yeah. access to this streaming thing, right? I, I, I assume so. But yeah, you're right. The DC thing doesn't set a good precedent. But then all of the shows, I think Netflix got. So Really? The Titans and stuff? Yeah, Titans is coming to Netflix. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fuck Batman. Fuck Batman. Um, yeah, there's a cool... Have you ever seen the Star Wars Christmas special where Boba Fett made his no. first appearance in that animation? You know, there's that famous little... I, I know of it. I've never seen so it. So he had this cool weapon in it? Yeah, that, and, that, that, and, and that, that weapon's in this. Oh, that's fun. It's, it's this cool thing with like has like pointed ends and stuff, but it's been this like fan fa- And I think the toy came with it, like when Boba Fett was just a toy and not a character, <laughs> and it's finally making its like IRL debut, which is so sick. Have you seen the Porg Lego kit? Oh man, I want to get it so bad. <laughs> it looks so fucked. You don't like it? I don't think so. Mouth looks fucked. Um, I love them. It's got those little teeth. <laughs> I want to get that goddamn um, Vader's castle. Yeah, that looks real good. So it comes out December 1st in Australia oh, on so lego.com. That's your Star Wars uh, December hit then. Just build I'm not going to get the advent this year. Yeah, me neither. They suck. This one's really bad this year. Like, Remember they used to come with like custom R2 as like a, a, a reindeer and yeah, C-3PO? Yeah, they, they stopped making like fun Christmas versions of the LEGO, of the LEGO figures, so I'm out. That. Oh, yeah, because it just showed me the, uh, the Boba Fett weapon. It's sick. Um yeah, I I, I want to get it, but I'm also as a protest not wanting to get it. So I hope they get. I, okay, so he um that Hobby Co, which is very overpriced near yeah uh, in, uh, in QVB, in, in QVB. and there's one in like Rhodes in I think. in like February they sell all the leftover um advent calendars half price. So they I, had none this year though I think. Uh, we'll see. I bought I bought a city one a couple of years ago for like 20, Star, twenty bucks. I, I remember buying the last Star Wars one a few years. So I ago. might I might use that this year and see if the kids connect with that more because you get Santa at the end of that. Yeah. Race, instead of like fucking just... rant, like Archie, it's an Ewok. <laughs> Not even <laughs> that. I wish it was an Ewok. Yeah, like, you're right. It's characters from that shit Lego show, the Freemaker Adventures. Oh, is it really? Half of the characters in this new set are characters I've never. What you know how they made that Lego show, which isn't canon. Oh, that sucks. And it's about like kids playing with Star Wars Lego. Yeah, that's right. Fuck. It's that. Oh, that's dumb. I, I was on the site the other day, like when I was seeing when the Vader castles is coming out and I was like, oh, I'll check out and see if the advent's still available because maybe I will get it. It's just, uh, it's been reviewed up the wazoo. It's like, you know how much I love looking at like likes and dislikes. Yeah, yeah. This thing's sitting on one star with like pages of written reviews and they're just like, you guys used to be so creative with this stuff and they're just like it's so disappointing to see you like not even do a christmas tree or something it's just like and no characters are custom they're all available in other sets so will you allow me to get right back on my bullshit here um perhaps i looked at deep deeply at all three of the because lego do three advent calendars a year now they do do city City, star wars and the the one for girls oh yeah the one for girls is the coolest one by far because you actually build things so it's like you're just building uh, yeah. like ornaments and like um, oh yeah right. and like things like that like for each day like whereas city you get like little parts a of like truck yeah or every year it's like oh you get a fireman and you get Who a, cares? a policeman and then you then you get Santa at the end yeah and you build like you get like toy helicopter or like I feel own. bad this is the first year in like four or five years I haven't got the Star Wars one yeah it is it is uh, and your Instagram feed well Hideo bought it. So I'm like, if Hideo got it, maybe I should get it. What did he say in his thing? 
just some like cryptic thing. What did about he eat the day that he bought his advent calendar? <laughs> he spoke, yeah, he spoke about sandwiches and Paddington too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I love that Okajima. He's the best. He's he's the ultimate guest. You know that. Imagine if it got announced that he was going to be a character in Star Wars Mandalorian. Oh my god! If he was the Mandalorian, going to direct. If he was the under episode. the mask. Fuck! I mean, like, how give Hideo you... some Star Wars. Give Hideo Star Wars. Yeah. Make Hideo Star Wars again. <laughs> Do you know you should watch? Um, while you're in this no man's land of Evangelion, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, no, I was definitely considering getting yeah, that for sure. Watch that. You loved that, yeah? It was terrific. Is it animated? No, no. it's live action. Yeah, right. So but it uses Evangelion score. There was a boom, 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 boom. Oh, that's boom, boom, oh yeah. Boom, boom, boom. When that, when that's that sh- in it. When that shows up in the movie, I was so stoked. Yeah, yeah it shows up in the mo- in, in Godzilla. Like, and uh, it's the same. It's his um, same composer. So... You sent a, you put a video on in the Hey Fan Patreon group um, recently of uh, there's a part of the road in Japan that when you drive over it, so there are grooves yeah. carved into the road. So I've been there. It's a place called Hakone. That's actually Tokyo Three. Right. So Tokyo has been destroyed in uh, course, uh, yeah. the Evangelion, and Tokyo Two is elsewhere, and Tokyo Three is like the fortress city where Nerf is underneath. Yep. So not a lot of people live there, but there's still enough for like a school and. You know, buildings, government officials, but there is a part where, like, yeah, they've put grooves in the road, and if you're driving at a certain speed, it plays the Evangelion theme song. It's like crazy. Like, so, like, like, duh, duh, yeah. Duh, Have you seen that? I seen the video about yeah. this, but I only it's watched like, two episodes. When I watched it's crazy. It. I, like, I could hear it It's fucking yeah. bonkers. It's so cool. I gotta find that video again. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so rad. Hakone rules. The whole city is like at the train station. It's the train station where like Masato dropped Shinji off, and then like went to pick him back up, and. You see the school, it's exactly where the school is. And you can get a map and it's like, over here is where Shinji fought that. And it's like, it's all factual. There's a huge lake. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's where like underneath is. That's where like Oscar fought those things. It's so cool. It's just like this beautiful 90 minutes out of Tokyo, but just like green and cicadas. And yeah, it's awesome. Sick. Well, Angus. What else? Yeah, that's it. Hey. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other things. We didn't do any games talk. This that's week. fine. We, we, we've been gaming out with our... We should game out um, more next week after we've played Star, Starlink, Starlink, and uh, a few other games that are coming out this week. I know. And you... Spider Man DLC comes out Tuesday. Fuck yeah! And you, you, you had a big Mario party with with yeah. With I played Mario others. Party, which was good. I remember we were talking about our complaints with the game. Yeah, playing with four people was fantastic. Yeah, right. Just it was fun so and fun. And yeah. Did you win? Uh, no, because they do those horse shit. Like <laughs> the person who didn't move that much. But that's so classic Mario Party. Yeah, like. no one wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's that's one thing you have to know going into that. It's game. About the friends you make on the way. But then I um, Peachette, saying, we had a real wholesome. Uh, you know Lloyd. He moved in like uh, everyone knows Lloyd. You know Lloyd. Yeah, come on. Um, he moved like uh one suburb away in Lewisham, and so we went over and it was like a really wholesome Saturday. I brought my Wii, my Switch over because I had downloaded Mario Party, and um, he's like, oh, let's play um. Jackbox. So you log in with you like, yeah. And I, you can, and everyone plays that with their phones, right? Yeah. Just puts a website up on the screen and a room code. You can play it on a computer, tablet or phone. Right. Cool. Yeah. And so you just kind of sit around and it just, yeah, it was really fun. Um, you said you played it for hours. Should I get that? Cause I've, I've, I've over, um, if you're going to play it with people, like it's good for four or more people. After falls festival, I've got a week, um, in Byron Bay, at a, we just we rented like an a, a, a eight, eight bed house for my whole family to be at. Should I? Get oh, it? definitely. Yeah, sweet. It's really funny. There's Play some, some Jackbox. On my there's dad. an amazing game called um. The, it's like ugh, faking it. Yep. And it was perfect because we had five of us. Yeah. And there's very there's various like mini games within this game, but the the idea is there's one person who's the faker, 
So it'll be, I know that sounds like weird now, but like one game will be everybody is holding their phone mm-hmm. and it'll all send, it'll send four of the people something that's like, put your hand up if um you've fucked Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and Really? Well, something like, not like that, but okay. it'll say something like that. So, it'll it- be like, put your hand up if you quoted The Simpsons this week. Oh, okay, sure. And then the one person has to either put their hand up or not and you can get like caught out just by doing it or you've just kind of kind of wait and see if other people who you know put their hand up and then everyone has to kind of guess who it is. It's kind of, yeah, like that was a really good game. It doesn't sound fun. I gave it like the worst sell ever. No, I think a lot of people are aware of it. It's definitely a game that I thought was like something that people that like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, like. no, it used to be, I remember it was on SNES and it was called You Don't Know Jack. Right, it's those people. Yeah, right. Sure. For some reason, I just always—I don't know—I I stayed away from them. But I mm. I've—I've I've been wrong about things many times. Get into party games now, you know. You're a big party game boy. Taking the switch over. Is it herbivore man, but a party boy. It's yeah. It's a sad life. Um, Shinji's a herbivore man. Oh, you're very true. Yeah. So yeah, right. No, I'm going to show you my Evangelion photos from. I can't Evangelion wait. World. Oh, it's going to be a fun night. Yeah. Uh, because we're as soon as we stop recording this, we're going to record Hey FM. Hell yeah. Which is, no, that's not a typo. That's just which is, what we call our radio show. Our radio show, which is uh, a Patreon-exclusive uh, radio show that we do uh, in which we choose uh, songs based on a theme and talk about them. Um, and this week, we are doing our favorite... Opening tracks. Opening tracks on, on albums. Uh, Very album-based. So, I think we might, we might stick a little preview for that uh, on, yeah, on the end it. of uh, this that's episode. That's smart. That's smart. Very smart. Uh, so, uh, enjoy that. Fuck, I just realized that we forgot to do the, uh, the, the survey. The questionnaire this week. Yeah, should we do it now? Should we do it now or, yeah, no, or yeah, should we record it, it now and then put it at the start of the episode? No, let's do it now. Let's do it now. Okay, cool. Um, why why got, would we do that to you, listeners? Yeah, I got why it Why right we now. trick you? Yeah. Well, are you a herbivore man? Maybe Angus is. Google it. Well, I am. We've decided. You're definitely a herbivore man. Yeah. I'm not. I'm no, a, you're not. I'm a soy boy. <laughs> you're a soy boy. That's last week's episode title. Um, If Levin's heard <laughs> a car... Did you like that, by the way? Yeah, it was great. Great to go tell, yeah. If Levin's heard a car accident outside but did nothing, is it worse than me editing out a com- that's, like, that's not really a real question. It is. Keep reading it. Stop, stop avoiding this it's conversation. A lot more of this question. Is it worse than me editing out a conversation that wasn't part of the podcast we were recording? Uh, definitely nowhere near as bad. Is this it, Chief? <laughs> Number three. Uh, I think this is it, Chief. Yeah, this is it, Chief. <sighs> Four. Guy Ritchie's Aladdin trailer is out. Are you in or out? Um, we were meant to talk about this in the episode anyway. Well, um, now we are. It's fucking barely a trailer. It's barely even a teaser. So I was into it. I mean, I just want enough hints for me to be excited. I just want to know what Will Smith is going to look like and what he's going to sound like. So it's probably really bad. So they're saving that for the second trailer. They're creating mystique for this one. Where people are like, oh, maybe it's going to be good. Mystique's in this? She is in this. Yep. She is actually Robin Williams' genie. Um, But yeah, I'm very very curious about this one. How they're going to pull off uh, Will Smith as a genie. Yeah. I mean... Would you pull off Will Smith? As a genie. Only if I was comatose <laughs> and he could pull off himself. James Gunn's Suicide Squad. One reason why it works, one reason why it doesn't. It's not even a question. <laughs> you did this questionnaire. It's stupid. Um, I can't think of any reason why James Gunn's Suicide Squad would be good. Like, I get, like, yeah, it's better. It's a better writer with a better vision, I guess. It sucks because, But like, I just think it's going to... It's... I don't know. Have you, have you ever... Did you like any of James Gunn's movies before Guardians of the Galaxy? No, not really. Like I saw Su- Super. Super. I, I don't like Super. I just, I, I <laughs> just fine. I, I never have to see it again. I just sold my Blu-ray copy on, on, uh, on eBay oh, yeah. for 99 cents. And then I forgot... Um, Shipping was like, how much? $6? Well, no. He was like, can I pick it up? And I was like, oh, fucking fine. And then I forgot that, that the night I told him to come pick it up. And I went out to dinner. 
And then um, I was like, oh, if you come and get it again tomorrow, you can have it for free. So I gave away a copy of Super and Blu-ray. And wasted so much of your time. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> um, can we get 50? It'll just be like them being like, hey, don't worry, James, you can be edgy around us. Like a, a devil on his shoulder, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like instead of um, it being um, M&M's like, without me, it'll be an M&M album cut. Yeah. Because James Gunn knows music, man. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, if he's allowed to reboot it and basically do Guardians, sure, whatever. I don't really care. I honestly don't care. It could be good. I'm not excited by that at all. I don't care at all. Like, I honestly do not care. Um, oh, yeah. Do you prefer being able to customize video and characters or do you select set avatars? Uh, I like making me's. I, I'm pretty mm. proud of my me. I think it looks like me. Just a yeah, big, dumb, me. big dumb smile with like... Yeah, me's are good. I think this doesn't include me's. Oh, okay, right. So like say you're playing like a Call of Duty, which you and I are Sorry, obviously no, playing. Play, yeah. And it's like... Do, you know what I mean? Do you, okay, okay good, a good thing to, 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 to use an example for this is Cyberpunk, that game. Oh, yeah. You have to design your character for that. Right. And some people are very turned off by that idea. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't really care. Like I, I, with Far Cry... This year, Far Cry Five. I just, oh, I just, right. just picked a random. I, I just made me look fucked in it. And then, but you never see yourself. Anyway. Yeah, I know. First person. I, I, I prefer like designed characters. Yeah, I think I do too. I just like I'm not a designer. I should. I, have yeah, to. I think. But at the same time, I don't. So yeah, I, I, I prefer designed characters. Character. Or I don't care. Yeah. This is done. Can we get fifty likes? And we didn't. This is a terrible question, Eric. <laughs> How do you feel about magic? <laughs> no, that's a great question. That could be the best one ever asked. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, way less people answered this questionnaire than the last few. I wonder yeah, it's, why. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. You came up with it. In How like, do you feel about magic, Angus? I think, um, I, I honestly think it's rewarding liars. Wow. Yeah. Like, as in a, in a bad way? Yeah. Like, they're literally deceiving you. You're being paid to be deceived. Right. It's not magic. What about, like, they're tricking what about you. the magic that exists in books? Would you like Harry Potter? Yes, magic absolutely. I meant, like, sorry, I should have been clearer in these terrible <laughs> questions. Like, going to a magic show. What about how do you feel about Magic the Gathering, the card game? Never played it. No interest. Okay. Um, question number nine: biggest purchase you've made this year that you regret? Now that sounded like I regretted something I just bought. It didn't. Uh, I guess I regret buying the deluxe edition of Octopath Traveler. Oh yeah, that's probably my biggest regret for you too. <laughs> I didn't need even. I mean, I haven't. I've played fuck all of the game. Um, isn't that funny? I, uh, I thought I thought it was beautiful and like really fun the first week I was playing it, and then something else came it. out, and I was like, "Oh man, fuck that game!" Yeah, I don't want to play it anymore. Biggest one, it's probably again Switch related. Um, Xenoblade Two. You bought that last year, but like, I'll allow it. Yeah, it was just like not for me, Chief. Did you keep it? Well, it's digital. I stupidly, oh, I was too lazy. I was hungover and was like, oh, "I don't want to." God, imagine playing that game hungover. Fuck. Yeah, it was shit. I, I was like, think, I think RPGs are such a slippery slope, but you have to be totally. really, really into them. Yeah. I was hungover and I was like, oh, that game's out. Oh, reviews are okay. I might get it. And then I downloaded it because it was at that point where like Switch had nothing but old games on it. It's just such, you get such basic stories, but they're like at its, at its core, but then there's just so much bullshit tacked onto yeah, it. Yeah. You have to be like a so mathematician. Exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's probably it. Cause it was like, is that it chief? Yeah. It was a hundred something bucks. Um, do you have a personal style icon? This is weird. I don't, yeah, I don't know my name popped up heaps. I, yeah, I guess you are mine. I don't, I'm just gonna don't say, say that. Um, jo- uh, <laughs> Why? Because you don't like my style. <laughs> no, don't say that. Jonah Hill or um, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I, I can see that. I think they're good. As far as like white guys are really hard. Style, they, they have no yeah. style. Um, uh, Homer Simpson. 
Homer. Homer. Oh, uh, Stewie. Stewie, Stewie Griffin Stewie is my Griffin. Yeah, yeah. mum killing. Oh, Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. <laughs> this is definitely my style. What, what did Cleveland say? What was his catchphrase? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. How good was the Cleveland show? <laughs> Never watched one episode of it, but he's still my style. Icon. There's just bears in it. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. There's a, there's a recurring character of a bear in um, Harvey Birdman, but it's very funny. Oh, it's, it's highbrow. Yeah, it's, hi- it's a highbrow bear. Um, yeah, they're the worst questions. But I'm going to get better. I'm doing, I'm doing the questionnaire this week. It's going to be off the chain. Yeah, yours will actually be good. I promise my next one will be better. <laughs> uh, if you want to join the HeyFam Patreon uh, group and have access to this incredible um, resource that is answering <laughs> fucked <laughs> questions that we write every so week. Good. How do you feel about magic? Um, what was I looking at at the time? Should, do we need to read through what everyone else said? So I, I'm going to read through all the style icons that people said this week. R- Russell Westbrook. I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> Connor said gay transformers, I guess. That's awesome. <laughs> This is the type of shit you're missing out on if you're not um, in that group. Uh, Gideon said, most presenters on garden shows crossed, <laughs> crossed with the t-shirts of a teenage boy. So what does that mean? Like dirty pants? <laughs> Here's the first uh, Angus Truscott. Um, Nicholas said Angus Truscott. Uh, wow. Dom said Greg Turkington. Shane said it's Bradley, which is another guy in the AFM chat. Uh, Bill said lately it's been gay lumberjack. Okay, cool. Um, Jacob Smith says Ryan Gosling. Jack says Angus. Jack posted twice, so that's another one for Angus. It's oh, wow. so Jack far. who? Uh, Jack McDonald. Oh, wow. Um, Brian says no. Uh, oh, Jack. Jake says Alexi from Total Reboot. Oh. My friend. Uh, great style. That's nice. Tyler says no. Bradley says Adam, Lam- Adam Lambert. Wow. Fuck. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, Catherine says no. This is riveting stuff. Uh, Damien says no. Tim says Jan Frodeno. I don't know who that is. No, but why? Oh, here we go. Dan, finally, someone who knows a thing or two about fashion. Turtle from Entourage. Hell yeah. Great answer. Get this man a. Um... Pete says no. James says no. Um, yeah, you know what? Alex most... says no. And Cade says anyone that rocks jeans and black tees. Fuck. So, we, so yeah, Turtle. You, they are the most. Non-stylish listeners They do listen to podcasts I mean, what do you expect? Wow, what a roast No, it's like Come on <laughs> Look after yourself <laughs> What's that? Um, it's, it, queer eye yourself You know Does, look, Joe, look nice. does Jonah Hill have good style? Does Jonah Hill have good <laughs> style? <laughs> he he's been like A little look in disgust In Angus's eyes He's had the there. biggest glow up ever He is like Man, look So looking at him in Maniac And the amount of weight He's lost in my face Is how he's in, in his face Is how I feel When I look at all photos Of myself now Yeah, he's drastic Yeah, it is it is drastic It's hell drastic It's crazy I had to post like a bunch of photos From my old party On Instagram the other day yeah. And I, I look like I have two heads no, Like two don't. faces He's got a full Instagram Devoted to his outfits now Like he like dresses like a hype beast. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good style? I don't know if that's good style. Uh, yeah, I mean... Okay, some of them are, but... Yeah, he looks dope. <laughs> He's like, just this hype beast. That's the famous one. How good is that? Jonah Hill Day. He, he, he dresses so well now. He's like... <laughs> he looks like he's in Odd Future. <laughs> you know Tyler. I mean? Yeah. Tyler from Odd Future has great fashion. So yeah, Tyler has great he's fashion. He's good style. Um, Tyler dresses like a grandpa, but only like a, a cool, hot, young black guy. Look how handsome oh, yeah, that's he a is. Great, that's a great pick. Yeah, he's, he's, he's handsome. Got, yeah, he's yeah. got hella style. Okay. J- Jonah Hill has hella style. I had an right? uh, ex-girlfriend who said, um, 
I reminded her of a skinny Jonah Hill, and now that this exists, <laughs> now that Jonah Hill is skinny, exists, yeah, I'm yeah. like, damn, look how little he is. Aww. next to Shaq. I mean, I guess like anyone's yeah. little. Um, hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Hey Fam. Uh, we're going to be doing a Hey FM episode, as we said, and the easiest way to get access to both that and the Patreon group is to hit us up Money. on uh, patreon.com slash heyfam, $5 a month. goes towards supporting us, uh, recording the show as often as we do and, uh, and, and you know buying new content for us to enjoy for then you to enjoy us talking about. Um, and uh, yeah, the easiest way to do that, patreon.com slash heyfam. Every little dollar goes towards me and Angus uh, just you know, appreciating the podcast and trying to make more content. That's what we do. Um, so looking forward to recording this episode all about our favorite opening tracks on albums. Uh, do you want to give a little taste? What's the first one you're going to select going to be? Um, I don't know. I mean, I know, but I don't know which order I'm going to do them in. Do you want to just choose the first one? You can have the first mm. song. I'll let you have it. Yeah, I'm feeling this by Blink-182. Oh, fucking yes, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's why when you sent me that song, I was like, so you know, I actually, the- I actually made two lists. One of them was like... If Angus chooses that feeling well, this. Yeah, well, I mean, no, there was like a... like. Ones that I'm like, oh, I guess technically they are the best, but they're not my favorite. See, I, I was doing that at the start and I was like, fuck it, bro. I'm going with like full Life of Angus, like songs I loved oh, as a Life 15 Angus, year old. My favorite album. I keep updating it. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I've got, I'm, I, yeah, I've got, I've got some, some stonkers in here. So I've got like two rap songs, a rock song, a folk song and something else I can't remember. Yeah, wow. Um, so I'm look, looking forward to uh, hearing I'm feeling this with you in five mm, minutes. Me too. Fuck, I love that song. Let's yeah, do it. In, I saw someone put up a, a, like a, an Adams song. Um, no, no, sorry. It was an I Miss You meme this week. And oh, yeah. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm going to listen to I Miss You. And then I just listened to like Blink-182 for the rest of the day. What a day. They're the best band. Yeah. We've got to do, when we do, we, we're discussing at the moment a new Hey oh, Fan yeah. live episode. Yeah. And then I want to do a, uh, an after party. Yeah. And at this after party. Dude Ranch? Yeah. Oh, kind of. But Blink-182 AM. So from 2 a.m. onwards, just all blink. That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. Especially because I want to be playing like rap and stuff in the lead up. Fuck lockout And dog. then just turn. I'm feeling this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, and it's just pop punk for the rest Man, of the Man, that's night. the best idea. Yeah. I love that blink idea. Like 182 a.m. That rules as hell. Way better than our Sky Happy Hour at our last party. Yeah, that was... Uh, I was about 20, 20 minutes, minutes long. I was like, oh, fucking sick of real big fish now. Yeah, that was fun. It was very good. No one came, but it was fun. It was real good. I came. Yeah, we came. Shinji you were came. comatose. Shinji came. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Patreon.com slash HeyFam, and we'll see you next week. Enjoy your morning. Bye. Oh, yeah, shit. I just realized we're going to give you a preview of, uh, oh, of, yeah, this of, is it. of the new HeyFam hey episode. So if you want to hear the rest of it, then um, make sure you head over to Patreon.com slash HeyFam. Bye. Hi, buttheads. Welcome to BAM. HeyFM. Hey, buttheads. Welcome to to BAM. No, 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 no. Hey FM. Hey FM. Ooh. Welcome to another episode of Hey FM. The, the only episode by episode Sopranos deep dive podcast from Sydney. We're here. No, this year. One of us has maybe seen Sopranos. The other one definitely hasn't. Oh, I haven't at all. But oh, all cool. I know Neither is of us have seen it. in sanitation, baby. <laughs> I think that's the... Gabagool. I think I'm going to watch it this year. Every year I go, this is the year I watch The Sopranos. Seriously. Yeah, so you actually called me at, at uh, 12.01 a.m. Uh, on January the 1st this so I got year. my finger hovering over that buy button. I think this is the year. And you're like, Levin, stop what you're doing. I, say, I hit pause <laughs> on the song I was DJing at the time. Which was put, the Sopranos theme song. Put you on speaker and you said, yeah. this is it. This is the year. I said, Angus, you said that last year. I think I've dealt with how disappointed everyone was with the ending. And now I can finally watch it. <laughs> apparently, but, People disappointed with the ending? Yeah, apparently just ends, which I think is great. Yeah. Like, good. More, more shows should do that. What else could it do? Begin. 
Yeah, exactly. Right? Right, guys? You don't go inside a vagina when you die, unless you do. Unless you die via vagina. Unless you die like a hero. <laughs> putting out that ladies on fire vagina and then accidentally getting burnt by it with your mouth. It happens to the best of us. You should be on the regular podcast. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> no, no, this is some good... It's too good. Too good for the regular oh, okay. podcast. So I've got a few things I've been wanting to say. <laughs> Fire up my note, my typewriter. So every episode of Hey FM, um, we uh, we do a little radio show um, where we pick five songs each and we talk about those songs, why they're important to us, why we picked them. Why there's a theme. And the theme this week but We always is... have a theme, generally. That's what binds the songs together. Yeah, of course we do. Um, and th- you picked the theme this this week, this yeah. month, this uh, this one. quarter. We haven't done one in a while. This is a quarter. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to speak to our manager about our release schedule. Um, but... But, uh, yeah, you decided on uh, best opening tracks. I just think, like, now in the world of streaming, and it sounds like such an old person thing, but playlists rule, like, there's all these debates about whether albums are important anymore, or is it just more sense, you know, albums by their very, you know, that they were a necessity of technology. It was Mm. how much, you know, an album, we've already spoken about this before, but it's like, it's literally infinite. But for years, it was defined by the length of... Now it's infinite, but it was for years, it was defined by the length of first vinyl and then 70 minutes on um, CD, you know That's what I right. mean? So, again, and we spoke about in the last episode, actually, like when an artist is given constraints, they get creative within it. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, albums were such a... That was that was an artist statement. It, was and it thir- still is. 30, a $30 statement. That's how much an album cost us. Unless so you- crazy. And that's three months of a streaming service now. Yeah. It's insane. But it was, it's a statement and, you know, albums, will they be around in 40 years? Who knows? I, I can't say. I, I imagine so. I still think it's a, um, you know, I still think right there's maybe no money in them or not as much as there used to be, but maybe they're not. It's different kind of money. It's different kind of money. Bitcoin. Now. There are big bands now who've just released singles. Totally. You know what I mean? And that's that's fine. Or playlists. Mm, totally. Um. So... Back when, like, yeah, like an album was an investment. You literally, um, you d- remember we didn't even have a CD player in the car. You'd buy an album and go home to listen to it. Yeah, or you would, uh, th- and then you would record it to cassette so you could play it in the car. Hell yeah! Um, but before you even got that album home, uh, there were listening stations at, oh uh, at like Fish Records and different seats at HMV Sanity. They'd have listening stations, and then have like at the in the alternative section, they would have like a six disc changer mm. where you could you know listen to six new releases. Maybe they'd throw a weird classic in there that always sold or whatever. And that Guns way that way of listening to music it was so reliant on what the first song was going to be like. Totally, and I think you know. Albums were, especially post-Beatles, when bands would spend time in a studio and create a sound that was, you know, like a collection of songs that for some reason belonged together under this particular title. Where up until that point, it was kind of, a lot of artists would just tour, sorry, would um, release records of like the set list they were playing. Not live versions, but like the songs they were playing and those covers and non-covers. Like, it was just a way to shift, you know, shift units and sell something, but you know, the Beatles are kind of credited with like creating albums that were like a whole collection of songs, like mm. from like Rubber Soul onwards. And that first song, I think ever since then onwards is like such an important, it's, it's like, it's literally their elevator pitch. Yeah. Well, the way you described it is it's like, you try, try and pick songs that are like a mission statement for the rest of the yeah, album or like, definitely. You know, yeah. It's seldom are their opening track. Like there's weird intro songs and, there's weird okay. ones sometimes that like. I cheated then, in in theory, because um, two rap albums are notorious for oh, having yeah. skits or skits as the first track. 
We're not including skits. That's no. Fine. So um, your track twos can be opening tracks. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Everyone skipped the skits when they put the CD in. You know, or you'd leave the skits off. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. Cool. So that's I, fine. We, but yeah, there, there's like, there's definitely like, it's funny. We should do one, the death of the skit, one time. No, do oh, I, no, I'm joking. Like the worst skits in hip hop because uh, they just don't happen anymore. No, they still happen. They're oh, they'll sk- happen, but they're like interludes, or they're not like whole plots. Like it'll be like. A phone call or a voicemail Like that's all the yeah, skit is now totally, yeah. Like it's no longer like Dr. Dre style Where there's like six characters And knocking on doors And guns You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah It used to be such a vibe They're more like Through that lens now Like a more Like the, the, the new generation Are doing it But even then They seldom happen now Like um, in streaming Do skits have a point, you know? No Fuck skits, Angus It's not about skits Skits It's about, suck. It's about track like ones They ruined some good albums And uh, you gave away the first song That we're going to play oh, yeah. uh, on, on this episode uh, in, in, in our most recent episode yeah. of Hey Fam yeah. um, It is Blink-182 Blink-182 This is one of my choices This is um, the opening track From their untitled album They don't call it self-titled They refer to it as the untitled Or the right. Smiley Face album It's a gr- got their worst cover art uh, That's my least favourite Blink-182 Blink cover uh, yeah, I could say I think Take Off Your Pants and Jackets is my least favourite That's my least favourite Blink-182 album by a long mile Oh, I actually don't even know what that yeah, is so I, I just yeah. find that whole album extremely unimaginative This is like Such a great Like this sums up that album You know what? I just realised that none of us We have picked no Australian songs That's on fine this. I mean, we should do an all-Australian That'd be great. Opening songs episode next We're just all-Australian I mean, that's way too broad Okay All-Australian mm. opening songs Semi- Australian bands that like meant a lot to us growing up. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just realized that the, the the first song off Girling's second album is like one of my favorite songs ever. That amazing. So good. Like, that album's yeah, incredible. Yeah. That's one of my favorite albums. What's it called? When Young Terrorists Chase the Sun. When Young Terrorists Chase the Sun. So good. It's, 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 it's not available on Serpent Heads in um, other oh, countries. Oh, right. Is that what it is on Apple Music? Because it was like 9 11. I don't know. I have it. I can send it to you. I'll Dropbox it to you. You're the man. Yeah, that's one of my favorite albums. I love that album so much. That's like one of the best albums of all time. You know what? I'm going to change um, one of mine. I'm going to put that girling song on this episode. You don't want to save it for the other one? Uh, we could, we work out a different Australian theme for that one, but I feel like the, I, I've, I've I've put a weird one. Actually, no, fuck it. You're right. You're right. Save it. New, new episode. Save it, brother. Let's talk about Blink-182. Young Terrorist Chase the Sun. Okay, it wasn't a while ago. I'm glad it is. That's very exciting. Angus just, got a, Angus just got a notification on his phone saying time for bed. Yeah, not today, Siri. Not today we got we got hit podcast to record. Um, look, feeling this is such a good song. Uh, I remember it leaked under the name Action in uh, two thousand and two. So you were like a real diehard Blink One Eight Two fan. Oh man, for high school they were like, I had a really weird eclectic taste. Not really, I guess, but I was like heavily into like the Beatles, Nirvana. Blink-182, Radiohead. Yeah, man, um, so obscure and Beastie weird. Beastie Boys. But as a kid, they're like different genres. <laughs> sure, yeah, To yeah, me, yeah. that was like worlds apart. But yeah. as now, I'm just like, oh, that's just being a well-rounded human being. But <laughs> they were like one of the bands that like, I don't know, when you're, again, like when you're like a teenager. That's just boy, a Star-Lord mixtape. Totally. I just I just out Star-Lord, Star-Lord's mom. <laughs> um, yeah, when you're like 16, like that, that's eclectic. Like sure. I remember be like being considered weird because I liked Radiohead in high yeah. school. Like I went to a piece of shit high school. Remember, like <laughs> I didn't have a lot of contemporaries I could speak. In to. a way, all high schools are pieces of shit. No, mine makes the news regularly. Oh, cool. Yeah, for being a piece of shit. Yeah, it's like not. It's not good. Um, Is it the one your parents teach at? No, they no. don't teach that. They are. I, I. They wanted me to go to like the specialty. Like what are they called? It's like selective high school, but I refused to because my friends went there. Oh, so cool. I went to the local public. I'm fine. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, selective schools are for dickheads. <laughs> sorry if you go to a select it's probably good. But um Sorry at, sorry if you go to a selective school. No sorry if you teach at a selective yeah, school. Yeah, now now that's where I draw the line. But man, this song is so dope. It's like, you know, Blink's strength used to be the the, the dual vocal vocal styles of Mark and Tom. They're so different. It's such a because like my favorite Blink one eighty one eight two. Did you say Blink one eighty two or Blink one eight two? As the Blink it's, expert. The I Blink say eighty two. They okay. they call it that. Oh, you said Blink-182 earlier. I, but and, I, and I dip I'm... in and out. It's like tomatoes, tomatoes. Oh, wow. Tomatoes. Okay, sure. All right. Um, you only depends say tomatoes. On my, like, I've never heard you say tomato before. It depends on my breathing pattern. Um, but I've been listening. Like, my favorite Blink-182 song is I Miss You because it's just yeah. so strange um, and just like a, a great song that I discovered later because I loved them in high school. But like... Very entry level. Like they hosted Rage one time and I recorded their Rage set. Um, and at the end of like, Rage is like a. a, a, a it's like know, our MTV. MTV. And, and so they would have bands on where they select their favorite video clips. And then after they select all their favorite video clips, they would play all of that band's video clips. Yeah. And so I had like this big, like. Fuck. Hour and Blink were like of, in the nineties, like they had some of the they were like top tier music video makers. So many good music videos. They're iconic. And, um, they were like Beastie Boy level almost. You know what I mean? In terms of like their video clips would sell you the song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So obviously like you know, like what's my age again and um oh wait, sorry, no, before that, um Josie Damn and Dammit. Josie's were, like the They best. were like the most incredible film clips. Josie's still like I think my one of my Top ten favorite music videos of yeah. all time, and I loved M and M's as well. Yeah, M um, and M's was great. It's just like you know, just like dumb damn punk it when kids they go to the movies, fucking cinema. around at school and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think after that, like I, I, what I loved about Blink is that they just looked so average. Yeah, they were like they were just very average looking, and I like they were just like normal looking dudes. But we've we've addressed this a, a few times. We haven't really addressed it. We've just mentioned it. I have in the past that I have suffered from severe tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, in, in like a uh, year, like my la- last years of high school. Mm. So Blink were definitely were one of those things that when everybody else started loving them, I was like, "Fuck Blink One too. You you and you I, really had some um issues with sharing. I think. Yeah. Sharing so I, I my lo- the last song I liked was um uh. Like what's my age again? Or yeah, something? what's my age again? Mm. And then, um, and then, then like, they blew up with the all re- the small things. All the small things I didn't like. I don't like that song, which is hilarious because now I've named a, a video game podcast after it. But I, <laughs> I, I don't like that. It's probably my least favorite Blink One Eight Two song. Oh no, I love it. Just that na 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 na. It just doesn't sound like them to me. Out of all of their music, that sounds like yeah. Okay, I just think it's a really weird. Apparently they wrote it because they were told they like didn't have a hit on the album. Yeah, right. So he was like, "All right," and then just did it, and they're like, "Here you go." <laughs> I'm into it, but yeah. but now I'm like, you know what? It's very similar to like a Ramon style song with like the na 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 nas. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. It's such That's a why simple. I like it. Yeah, yeah. O- over time, I came to like it, but I remember when it came out, I was like not into it. I like the it was- lyrics of it as well. Yeah. Turn the lights up. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really it's, nice. Yeah, it's yeah. Sweet it's song. fun anthemic. It doesn't seem like that. Right, we should do a HFM where we just. Um, Blink 182. But we, we don't actually play Blink 182 songs. We, we sing just them. sing them. Well, we probably should be legally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, tell me about um, feeling this as an opening track. I just think, like, this album, you know, it's funny to call it dark because it's not. It sounds like, you know, to a. To someone who's not familiar with I miss you as dark as fuck. What's what I mean? Like, for, for, for someone who's not, like, into them, they'd be like, oh, this sounds like Blink-182, but it do- this was, like, such a weird new sonic sound for them. But they sound, like, sublime on this song. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. There's, like... I remember the, the, the CD booklet that came up was great. It had, like, director's commentary, and, like, each track they would speak about, like, where they were when they recorded it and why, and there's that bit in the song where, like... It sounds like Tom singing his lines from down in a hallway, and he was. They like he they stood at the other end of the hallway in the studio and like would scream his lines. And I don't know. I just think it's like a really weird song. It's not bizarre or alternative, strange, but it's just 
very different for anything that came before them. There's like drum loops, there's weird sound effects, there's like samples, and it's but it's also got like the best chorus I've ever written. Oh man, yeah, so and much it, fun. it just shows both and of the bridge strengths. as well. That's what I mean. It shows like it's Tom at oh, his best, and when they harmonize in it towards yes, yeah, it's, so it's much Tom fun. at his best. Yep. It's Mark at his best. Apparently, no, this is why I, I think I, if I recall correctly, they went and were like. Let's write a song together, but let's not sit in the same room. And they both went and like wrote their parts and came back, and it was just like this perfect accident. Fuck that rules. And it's just like, man, I miss you, Tom. You know what I mean? Like, Matt Skeeper's sick and all. I've seen them with Matt Skeeper, but it's just like it does feel like a different band. Well, Tom's voice is so integral it's so to iconic. why I like Blink One Eight Two. It's like, so it's integral so, to Blink One Eight Two. It's it's an accent that doesn't exist that yeah. was made up to sing with. Like, to sing, I miss you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, yeah. Yeah, uh, this is a this is a great song that uh, I didn't really appreciate until we did that party. At the start it's just it's so good. Like, like every part, it's like it's like um, it reminds me when like the first Mario Brothers level, <laughs> and you're like walking up the thing to jump on the flag. Like each part of the song gets better as it keeps going. Like you said, like you got that bridge, you got the chorus, you got them harmonizing at the end. You're just like fucking hell. And yeah. then like the rest, of it, I think it's like my favorite album by them. I still think I have super soft spot for Dude Ranch and Enra of the State because they're the ones that like I thrashed as like a 12 and like 14 year old or whatever. Well, way, way later than that. Huh? Like 15. No, Dude Ranch came out in 97 and oh, Dude wow. uh, Enema came out in 99. So I was like 12, 14. Yeah, right. Crazy. So I thrashed Fuck, this I was, shit. I was a real little cunt then if I uh, if I had already developed tall poppy syndrome by the time. Yeah, yeah. The Enema of the State came out. Yeah, it came out in 99. It was the best year of my life. <laughs> Star Wars came back to cinemas uh, in, in the form of episode one and Blink-182 released. Um, Enema of the State in the South Park movie was released. Oh I my God. An- another thing that I was like over by that point. That's the one we were talking about. Yeah. What, it it, what a little shithead. Yeah, you sucked. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love it. And I've probably spent way too long talking about it. Yeah. I just think it's a great song. Well, um, coming up later in this episode, this is almost a joint one, isn't it? Because like you really like this song too. Yeah, definitely. But it's not like you know, like my it's not it's not as special to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, obviously we, we we're going to talk. I at just want to listen to the song about about <laughs> yeah. We're going to find out very soon what I was listening to. Um, when you're what, chopping what, down tree to poppies. Yeah, what, what I moved away from. Uh, what we moved to away from this. Plus, we have got a whole bunch of cool. Uh, Maybe it's just I'm more immature than you, and you you matured faster than me. Maybe. Uh, but like I, we have, I, but, but we have that, learned in the podcast that I was like very timid and like didn't do social things and didn't go to parties and didn't like drink until I was 18. Like yeah. I was, I was like a very different kid to you. You were like what I would call a more traditional. I was, yeah, I was a freak. You were a geek. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last episode we played Dungeons and Dragons. No, then, then I taught you about Batman and then, then we switched. Oh my God. It's so true. It's actually true. <laughs> I was like a very, yeah, timid, not timid, but I just didn't like, that stuff growing up i was like would sit in my room and like read lyrics and like i was that guy and like really into like but that's so funny that that that, that you'd be drawn to blink 182 who who absolutely represented the kind of dude that maybe i was <laughs> for a moment in in, in primary school i don't know they're like, singing about like, high school, girl, I mean. singing about girls not loving them and that's all i needed to hear as a teenager right, yeah, sure. to try and relate to wow someone feels like that <laughs> someone else feels like that oh i was such a drunk idiot yeah, I, didn't, I honestly didn't drink till I was legal. I had made a point of it. Yeah, wow. It was just I didn't want to. I had no interest in Herbivore, it. but man. Uh, Herbivore I, team. I think, you know, speaking about earlier, where I grew up, like, really reflected that. Like, you didn't want to drink. Yeah, actually, where good I point. Grew up, it, was just like, it, was, it was not a good place, and the dudes were bullies, and, you know, they were, like, banging chicks at 14 and bragging about it. And, so, when did this album come out? Uh, it came out the year after high school. I finished, so 2003. 
Unreal. All right, okay, well, let's, let's hear I'm Feeling This very, very soon. We got... Uh, and it was for a long time, the last Blink-182 album. Yeah, right. For like nine years or something. If you liked us talking about pop punk, you're going to like us uh, talking about rap uh, <laughs> and uh, indie rock and folk yeah, I got, songs. I got two rap songs. Songs in. from the 90s and stuff. Actually, it's funny. We didn't choose any songs from like the 80s or, or, or like, like any look, earlier than that. I didn't listen to albums from the 80s. Well, I just felt like... I, in I, the 80s. I, I, I feel like if I, if I did that, I'd be like just choosing someone else's favorite opening so, songs. These like, are songs that mean a lot to me. Like I've picked songs that aren't necessarily the best or the famous ones. They're ones that like mean a lot to me. You're a big Beatles boy. I would have expected maybe a Beatles song in here or something like that. You know what? Went so crash hot opening tracks. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, actually, you know what? I fucking come together. I hate come together. No, I love come together. I, 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 Abbey Road's my favorite song, my favorite album, and I, Dear Prudence I, much every better time. song than Back in the USSR. Oh, I love Back in the USSR. But Dear Prudence is much better. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, Taxman, best opening song of theirs. Oh uh, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, yeah, okay. All um, right. and Drive My Car, Drive My Car, and Taxman are their best. Angus, I'm gonna put it out there. This is probably gonna be the best episode of AFM we've done yeah. so far. Sergeant Pet, like we, yeah, we no, haven't played a song yet. Write, we haven't played a song yet, and we're at we're at 18 minutes. They write sick opening tracks. The so, Beatles. Yeah. Yeah, I take everything back. Okay. This episode's cancelled. No Beatles, though. Uh, no Blink. Because mean. I didn't hear Beatles for the first time in the context of their albums. Oh, you know yeah. I, mean? that's I, a good I, point. I heard about them on the Beatles anthology and would hear like a song here, a song there. So I didn't have that like album for them to introduce to me. I knew their like trajectory before I got into their records. So I'm sticking real close to the rules. Let's hear some motherfucking Blink. <laughs> Smartest thing you've said all year. <laughs> Podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.